Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. guys good morning good afternoon good evening or good night and welcome to another episode of the broadcast my name is thomas and sitting all the way across in his house he is my brother from the same mother and father give it up for ellen afternoon everyone i hope everyone is well during this uh 360 day of quarantine tom i hope you're well i think march was the longest month ever Ever. It was the longest month ever in my life, guys. On the planet. Yes, it sure was. And we've got a new month now. We're in the month of April. That is right, Alan. And we're about to kick off into our episode number 61 and our 39th wrestling companion as we sit back and watch WWE Extreme Rules from 2015. So, guys, before we actually hit play, in regards to our podcast, you can download all uh, 60 episodes on Apple iTunes, on Podbean, CastBox, Highcast, and a range of different podcast networks. Uh, leave us a, a rate or review on Apple iTunes. will be much appreciated. You can check us out on Instagram, all one word, The Broadcast Podcast, and directly on Twitter, <coughs> not the cough, uh, The Broadcast Podcast. I'll stop Jesus. it out. I haven't got over having the cough. Yeah, stay over there, okay? There's a lot, I'm so very glad we're doing this over Skype, guys. I should have had that sausage before, so... <clears throat> are you hungry, are you? I had a chicken. I had three chicken sausages, though. So. Well, if you're hungry, go get some food now while we watch the show. I've already eaten, so... Okay. I've just, it's been like a duck. You just swallowed the I, sausage. I don't need to see that. It's a video call. I'll get put straight <laughs> over to a uh, voice call, if you'd like. I don't need to see that, guys. Thanks very much. Let's All start right, the Alan, show, shall we? Give us our countdown now. All right, guys. We are uh, at the 0000 mark of... Extreme Rules 2015. Are we ready? Are we set? Go. Here we go. Uh, I saw that you cracked open a drink there just before we hit record. What are you drinking? I'm on the CCs tonight, my brother. On to the the Canadian clubs. He's having the dry too. Mm -hmm. This guy's bringing the Canadian whiskey here. I think we're going to have some trouble this episode, guys. I can just tell. 
it's been a busy day and I've been looking forward to drinking. Aaron, what are you having? One of your um, peach snaps, uh, liquid, um, vanilla, splendor, up the bottom drinks, are you? Uh, correct. Yep, nice. No, I'm having a um, Sunsbury pear sparkling cider, guys. Jesus. Did you see that drink that I purchased earlier today that I put the, in the group chat? The pink champagne type of stuff? No, it's no, it's like a liqueur. Like, you know, uh-huh. Malibu, Bailey's, It's a, it, but it's jam donut flavor. How's that going? I haven't opened it yet. I've been working today. So. Yeah, as soon as I'm finished here, I'm going to put it straight up me bomb. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> what? A couple of ice cubes just to chill it. That's how you drink it. Ah, so. uh, okay. We, we, we discussed about this already about this guy before was the last episode with the coffee enema. Tom's all up for the strawberry jam enema. You get lots of work done. What work? Oh, you've been working today, have you? Yeah, I've been painting. Painting? Oh. Yeah. As we're recording this, guys, we are doing this on a Easter Saturday. So, uh, Merry Easter and Happy Easter to you all. And um, so you're doing the Lord's work on a Saturday. Yeah. Well, you know, originally, my original career path was to be a painter. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Before I started, said it there, before I started doing community service work, yep. my original career path was to do um, painting. I was actually studying to be a painter. Okay. Um, and I ended up going to an open night for a community service course instead. Yes. And I was like, do I have to weigh it up? Do I want to be a painter or do I want to do community work? And I chose community work. But I have a background in being a painter. Great. Thanks for sharing that. But it's my style you. of paint was just to tip all the paint on top of myself. Yep. And like a snow angel, just onto the wall, paint it that way. So. Well, isn't that that French dude who actually likes to, you know, use one hand while he's painting and then uses it and then it's considered art. Yeah, he stole that from me. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Gross. No, but now I've got the long hair. I just do the whip back and forth where I put the hair into the paint tin and just whip it onto the wall. I put my uh, whip my hair back and forth. I whip <laughs> my hair back and forth. <laughs> Fantastic, Tom. Thank you. Who needs, who needs brushes? Just use your hair. Just yeah. you, who needs brushes? Just use your hair. No, I, just, I decided that, that well, I have a lot of painting to do. And the thing is, I've realized now the excuse of I'll get around to it. You have no excuse now that the whole COVID thing's making you housebound. There's yep. no reason why you shouldn't be doing it. That's right. So now that's, it's like, that's right. okay, I've got to start working. So I thought, I have a list and I thought, you know what? We always end up with our room not being the room that's done. Yep. You know, we always end up doing the kids' rooms or the lounge room. We never do our room. So let's just do our room first. Okay. So I spent all day painting that, and it looks very nice. And I actually had the teenager join me for the first time painting. Oh, um, yeah. young Matthew. And, it, and that was good. He did really well. Good to hear you, boy. I hope, you, I hope you're well, mate. Yeah, he's missing his mates. I would imagine you. Yeah. I imagine it. Oh, we got Brandy in the ring, and it's time for I was for about us. to say, yeah, maybe we start talking about the show that we're watching. It's time for a street fight match. Oh, yeah. If you're a fan of um, the CZW, the Combat Zone Wrestling, these guys had a number of wars in that promotion. We're talking yeah. about Dean Ambrose and Luke Harper, guys. Yeah, but we're not going to have that type of violence tonight here. This is going to be sort of like that toned downness, I would imagine. I mean, there will probably use, be some... There's a couple of chairs, a couple of tables, that's it. Yeah, no hammers, no skewers, no weed whacking, uh, none of that jazz no Sadly. glass boards, no windows. No tax spot, which you have to put in the mouth. JBL, the bully, Michael Cole, 
the man, and Jerry Lawyer, the king. Rocking his emo punk tees. Oh, yeah, he's uh, he's with it, yo. He's totally with it. So, really quickly, we did yeah. chat the other day briefly about it. Did you actually watch – have you ever seen this event before? Nope. This is the first time tonight, guys, I am watching this. No idea. I was going to say the mania you've seen before, the fire slain I think you've saw bits of, but I'm thinking I wonder if he's actually ever watched this whole show. Not a thing. I think. Oh, wow. The only thing I saw online, and then you showed it to me the other week, was the kiss my ass match. Yeah, that's the a, kiss actually, my orange terminology. Yeah, kiss me ass. Yes, kiss so, me ass match, mate. Come over yeah. here. Look at those eyes. Look at that I boy. Said, I sent you the what the the video clip of it being yeah. introduced. <laughs> yes, yeah, with, no, with, with no context of who's wrestling in the match. That's good that he cleaned his shirt from Mania. Yeah, look at that. Yep. so sweaty. Put on the clothesline, just let it air out a little bit, put it back on again the next That time. wasn't even there that. He's been wearing that to bed. It's like human so- It's like human socks, you sicko. Yeah, see, look. Nope. I will, no, turn I, this, I will turn this off, and it'll be a voice call. I was wearing those socks while painting, too. So. Do you want to see the dry paint? <laughs> oh, here we go, straight off the mark. Look at those button heads. Look at them. Crazies. You know, there's a couple of guys you see about three in the morning. Yeah, if we didn't have COVID-19 down here, this is what you would see about Melbourne about 3 o'clock in the uh, morning. That, just guys throwing over a sausage roll at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> well, I wanted that last one. Oh, I did. Get off it, mate. <laughs> yeah. And there's that one mate going, mate, just let him have it, mate. Just, just let, let him have it, it, mate. They'll be ready in another five minutes. The the, the fella that in there, the Pakistani fella, is going to put it in the microwave for you. Just got to, get, just got to wait, mate. Don't hit him with a piece of glass. Don't go too far. Just slow down. Let's get yeah. out of here. Come on, come on. Let's get out come of on. here. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. Here we go. Just a really side note, too, because you haven't yep. seen this show. Sure. The actual time check for this match, get this right, yeah. was 58 minutes, 10 seconds. What? Yeah. This match here goes for 56 minutes. Well, I'm glad I brought more alcohol. Jesus. Yep. But what I'll say is it, it doesn't just take place in the ring tonight. All right? Oh, a bit of backdoor action, hey? Yes, yes. Mm, yes, nothing better than a bit of backdoor action, especially after a few drinks. You'll be fine. Just go with it, okay? See, Just there's my it. biggest fear, not the kindo stick shot. Oh! My biggest, my biggest fear is the bald patch that Harper has on the top of his head. You're, you're afraid of going... Yeah. You're afraid of bald patches? Is that your thing? Well, he rocks the man bun at the moment on AEW. And he yep. kind of pulls it all up high into a bun right. to hide okay. the patch. And that's my biggest fear is getting the patch on top. I do not want a bald patch. If I do, I'm just going to cut it off. I'm not having one of those guys like Paul Heyman that has the ponytail at the back. Why don't you get work done? Receding. Get the I work done. I will. Yeah, get the plugs done. I want to be natural, though. I want to be a natural boy. That's what I want to do. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline natural. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, suplex. Watch this out. Watch this spot. Hang on, is that, that, that chair's Look, open too. Here we oh, go, here we dear. go. Oh. oh my god. And it just snapped. It just snapped on his back. Look at the uh, chair. He just throws it broken. That that thing is broken. We got uh, Charles Robinson as our referee. Oh, the vest is off. Oh, look at it taken off. You want to see, oh. Do you want to see my dirty shirt? You want to see my dirty singlet? Come here and let me have a smell. I Did you have a pig. chance to uh, check out his episode on Jericho, Talk is Jericho? Uh, Brody Lee? Yeah. No, I did not. No. Okay. Give it a, it's a good listen. It gives yep. a real 
honest take that he really felt that his character was, I want, I want to go. I want to do something. Let me do something. And the old-fashioned, sorry, we have nothing for you at the moment. We just don't have anything for you. That's um, the, that is the biggest load of BS in wrestling. When when someone says, oh, we, uh, we don't have anything for you, that's like, mate, come on. But the thing is about him, when you look at him like this, you think of a guy that wouldn't speak. He doesn't have a talking role, right? Mm. Because in the in the Wyatt family, he never really spoke. <laughs> but Vince McMahon, you're saying Vince McMahon only saw me as this guy from, just, you know, southern, in a town, up in a farm. But he's actually very smart. He is. He's actually yes. very knowledgeable. And he said, why don't I do a gimmick where I still act like this, but I can talk to my opponent, kind of like Bruzy Brody used to. As yes. he's beating somebody up, he can speak. Oh. Vince, he said... Vince just didn't get it, just didn't no. understand what I was talking about and said, no, you're not meant to talk. You're just meant to get in there, put someone over and look strong while doing it. That's uh, very similar to a, a uh, an episode of uh, Arn, the Arn Anderson show, one of his uh, question episodes, one of his Q&A episodes, and they he very much sells um, Brody Lee very much. Mm. Arn Anderson's got a lot of time for the man, and, and he says the best thing he's ever done is come to AEW. Now we can yeah. get away from that place. He's a really good wrestler. He's one of my favourites, especially around this time period when I did actually see him split from the Wyatt family, do his own thing. Um, he, but then he said too, you know, with me and Rowan, he said we were always going to be put together. So that's the issue that Vince didn't never saw us as two singles. He always saw us as a tag team. Yep. But they both had desire to be tag team, or to be a singles guy, have a run at the championship. Yep. With US or IC or something. Um, and he said, and the, the thing that sucks, though, is that whenever one of us was healthy, someone got injured. And then we're back yeah. to singles then. And when we're stuck as singles, they do nothing with us. You get cursed. You're cursed with it. Um, well, that was even, a... But even with his contract, he said this thing where he said, look, you know, Triple H spoke to me and said, well, what, what do you want, mate? Like, what do you want to do? And he said, I just want to do something. He said, send me to NXT. Put me on the health show circuit. Let me do something. And they just wouldn't do it. But then he was told that they particularly said, look, we kind of don't want you to go anywhere at the moment. If you just stick Ooh. in there, if you stick in there, we've got some stuff for you down the road. In other words, we don't want other people to see this as a sinking ship. We don't want you jumping over to AEW, NWA, Ring of Honor, New Japan. He even said he wanted to go to New Japan and do stuff there. He'd be fantastic over there. Yeah, He's and, Hunter, and Hunter supposedly said to him, leave it with me, I'll get back to you. And nothing ever happened. So... Well, and then, um, well, then, well, recently we just found out in the next couple of weeks, the uh, the revival is yeah. leaving WWE, and that's probably the best news I've probably heard this year. I mean, we've heard enough uh, garbage about you know COVID nineteen. It's actually nice to hear some good news about those boys uh, leaving, as you said, a sinking ship because sadly that's how it's becoming. Now, and they released no. their um, what hashtag FTR on their new shit on uh, pro wrestling tees that just got released like this morning already. So yeah, but that was also made a joke back in the day by Cody because he would uh, it was free free the revival and yeah. on his coffee that he would do on uh, being the elite was F the revival yeah. and the F stands for the F word. I'm not going to say it, even though this is an extreme rules pay per view. I'm still not dropping swears. Well, the, well, I'll drop the you know a couple of other ones, but I won't do the big three or four two. Yep. Look at that, my Dean. Booyaka, booyaka! <laughs> a bit of Ray Mysterio action there. He's going over the you know he's a cruiserweight. 
Another cane here. Look at Maybe the cane action. Oh, they're going to the back now, aren't you? There's a guy with the Jericho jacket. That was amazing. The sparkly jacket. And they're going. This is it, so guys. That's probably, that's probably 10 minutes in the ring. So now here's the rest of the match. They quickly don't show Vince McMahon sitting there just then. Yep, turn the camera yep. to the side. Quickly, quickly. Hunter's not there. Hunter's not wrestling tonight, is he? He's got the uh, no, he's not. No, he does, he does appear because it's the authority is in this, but he doesn't oh. appear competing. Fantastic. Lovely. I can't wait to fall asleep during that. Are they going to get in the ring and talk? Discuss? Uh, no, it's only backstage. There is so, only one, from this whole show, there is one uh, mic spot in the ring where someone comes out and cuts a promo. Okay. I've got, I've got a couple of questions that we got on our hashtag AskBroadcast guys on Twitter that yep. I will ask you uh, when that part happens, which is really kind of just before the main event. Okay. It's Todd Phillips there. Yep. Hey. Piper we're trying here. to do, what is that? A big, that's a big tube. <laughs> what the heck are you going to do? Oh, he threw a bottle of water at him. No, he threw a bag of water in it. Where's he going? Is that a, is that a hearse? He's, he's getting in an RV vehicle? Or a, I was going to say, that looks, like the, I thought that looked like the Undertaker's hearse from... Uh, where's, where's the you keys? You got to go there. Get in, in Oh, my God. This is pure... This is like... Yeah, again, this is a proper uh, Chicago mean? street. Through the window, kicks the camera, <laughs> and they're driving away. Yep. All right, so, now think about this, though. The match Charles never Robinson. ended, so the time is still going. Right, so this is, this okay. This is how it goes to 56 minutes, because by the so, time it actually ends, it takes them that long to get back in the ring and do the ending of the match. I like to think they've just gone to Burger King or a Chili's or a Wendy's or some American establishment that sells fast food and you can get your your your, uh, your feed on. Yeah, just right, right through the... Uh, they could even go to Bojangles, Al, and have some, oh, uh, some chicken look and biscuit out. there. Shout out to uh, JC Flair, guys, the JC Flair show. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. And, he's, and uh, he's, his wife is a very, very attractive lady. It, it, every day he just posts some pictures, though. Yep. Yep. God, yep. God damn. God, God bless. <laughs> yep. And Sunday is for church and chicken. Yep. So we don't have a chain like that, don't we? Chicken and biscuits. We have nothing like that, don't we? No, we've only got KFC. It was pretty much go to KFC and get diarrhea after eating. That's true, though. I will say that it's you like will get. It's like, yep, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just hits you. I think the last time I had, I had a Zingerberg. Oh, there's the Triple H. Ah. Now this is actually that video clip I sent you. The oh end of no! That, <laughs> the end of the video clip was when Seth was leaving here with Kate. That's right. The- the kiss me arse match. So what's actually happening here? There's Kane Mask in the back there. See in the back there? Look, in the jar. Look. Yes, yes, that's right. It looks now, what's going on here? Well, Seth and Kane have not been getting along. Seth believes that Kane is old, he's a has-been, and shouldn't even be in the authority. No. Kane sees Seth, though, as this cocky, obnoxious guy that has everything given to him. Yes. So Triple H is saying, hey, for us to be as a unit, you guys need to get along tonight because the main event is Randy Orton taking on Seth for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship inside a steel cage. Ah, okay. So he's saying, yep. look, we need to get through tonight. So Kane, you need to make the right decision, be on Seth's side and help him get through this match, all right? So Kane's basically a gatekeeper. Is that true? Yes. Ah, okay. So... There we go. 
And there's the alternate alternative poster, which is the American flag spray painted on the face of John Cena. Ah, yes, it's very much like a um, a comic book. Uh, wasn't there a, a, a character from The Punisher or like a villain? Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot his yeah, name. Yeah. Uh, he was like a military man that he worked with Frank Castle, and then he, I think he was kidnapped, and he he had the American flag tattooed on his face as a punishment. Yeah, it was from the Welcome Back Frank. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah for that, that was arc. the one. Who, who did that? What was his name? He passed Mark, away. Um, it was Garth. So Garth, Garth Ennis did it. was Steve Dillon. That was Steve the Dillon. Yeah. Yes, he was the, uh, the some of the best imagery in that comic book. And Garth Ennis, with his brilliant mind of comic books and how to make the anti-hero such a a hero. I love Welcome Back loved. Frank. That's such a good – it was Spack a Day and stuff like that. And, Oh, it's so proper, good. proper, and that's why the the, Russian. A, a, the Ray Stevens Punisher doesn't get a lot of love. The the one that had, had Frank Castle, and then they did the other one for the Marvel yeah. Knights series. That one didn't get a lot of love, particularly because they thought there's no one really popular in it, and it was ultra violent. But it was great, mm-hmm. and it had a female director, which was fantastic too. Well, that was the uh, Punisher Warzone that was called, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Man, I've only seen it one time. Only one I want to watch it again. It's bad, but it's good. Yeah, I actually really like The Punisher, the one that you know had uh, Tom. Was it Thomas Jane? Yeah, Frank um, Castle. Yeah, Tom I Jane. really like that one. I like that movie. What, I, was I, it, uh, what was the line? Never bring a knife to a gunfight. Shoots the knife into the guy's <laughs> neck on the road. <laughs> yep. Oh, I so can hear good. what you're saying. You're this one's a special one, isn't it? It's right up there. <laughs> And I remember watching that at that time because I just got my eyebrow pierced and I actually remember going to the movies with you guys to watch it and he gets it yanked out. You know. Yeah. And he smacks him as he's trying to do it. Yeah. Stop yeah. stop it. And the chick who plays Jane is Mystique in the X-Men movies. Yeah, that's, uh, was it Millie Govovich or something? That's like it. That. That's yeah. her. Here we go, Al. Jojo is announcing it's yeah, a yeah. kiss-me-ass match where the yeah. loser must kiss the ass of the winner. I'm a, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. So Dolph Ziggler is in a kiss my ass match against Sheamus. Yep. Okay. Do you want to know how we, how we got here, Al? Are they going to show a package? Because I've got the closed caption on. But how about you just tell me? You talk. Well, go. They won't really show a lot of pack. It's more that uh, Sheamus just returned. So, you know how usually the post-WrestleMania, there's usually there's a return or something that happens? Sorry to interrupt. Was this when he came back with the mohawk and the beard? Yes. And the crowd was saying, you look stupid. Yep. And we hear that okay. throughout this match as well, yep. So he right. returned and he targeted Dolph Ziggler. Okay. So it's like, I'm coming back here. I want to get you know move up the title ranks. I'm going to take out this guy. So this is how we get this matchup between the two. And the video package will just show the attacks that he's done on, on Dolph going into this match. The whole kiss me ass storyline was more around that he thinks, well, the fans can just kiss me ass. Everyone can just kiss me ass because I'm back here. I don't like you. I don't want your support. Right. And then they thought, hey, let's put it into an actual match stipulation, which kind of shouldn't like, – I think extreme rules make it like a no DQ or a table match or something like that. Well, yeah, I was going to say make the, uh, there is nothing – well, unless you're <laughs> talking about – yeah, no. I'm going down that line now, he goes. There is nothing too extreme, unless you it's some type of pornography, that it's a uh, kiss-my-ass match. There's nothing extreme about it, okay? 
sorry. So it, it's just a it's just a gimmick match for a gimmick night, pretty much, isn't it? Because everyone. Well, like- it, it, when you is think there of a, kiss my ass, you think of like Rikishi or the Divas, like back in the nineties would do that stuff. Like a thong Rikishi stink, that, yeah, thong well, stink face match. Was, uh, that, was that SummerSlam? Was it? Was that SummerSlam yes. two thousand? What was it? Kitty and Terry. Uh, yes. Oh baby. <laughs> it, so okay, so he's back, and he's just he's telling the fans to kiss his ass. Well, when and he the returned, hashtag... he actually came out as a face and mm. to rescue Dolph and Brian from Wade Barrett and then turned on these two anyway. I just saw that in the package. So it used the hashtag KissMyAss um, on Twitter. No, I don't do that, guys, because that's going to take you to something completely different, especially with the with the other Extreme Rules, which is on Twitter and it's trending number one. Ah. Man, what is look, this? That, look at that beard! Look at the, with, the, with the beard with the beads on it. Yeah, that that um, it's interesting. I'll I'll say that. So he would later on, pretty much like in a few months' time, he and Cesaro would team up, right? Uh, was that another year? Would, wouldn't be this year. It would be the right. 2016, 2017 year. Okay. Yeah. But at this time period, he's already a former world heavyweight champion, yes. uh, WWE champion, King of the Ring, I think United States champion. The only thing that Sheamus has not done in WWE is actually win the IC title. Okay. If you think about it, he's won the two world titles. Yes. He's won a King of the Ring. He's yes. won a Royal Rumble. He's yes. won WrestleMania, but he's never won the IC belt. When did he win the... Oh, okay. He won a Rumble? When? What year? He won the, I think it was the 2000, let me have a look. It was one of yeah, those ones where he wasn't, it's like, oh, Seamus won. Like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, he was going to win. That was the one when he defeated Daniel Bryan in, like, 40 seconds. Remember when he just kicked him in the very first match of WrestleMania? Oh, with, uh, yeah, because what do you say? Um, AJ Lee kisses Bryan, yes. turns around, kick in the face. I oh, think it tw- was, yeah, it was Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble 2012. 12? Wow, yeah, so okay. eight years ago. Yep, I don't have no idea. No, can't and that remember. one came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, what the hell? Seamus one. Um, yeah, I think it was, I think we had the boys over for that one at the parentals. Yeah. And we watched that match, and we all got ready. And then as we were like getting our chips and drinks ready to sit down and, and watch, bang, it was over. It was the, well, one his, of the first, his choice matches. was either to face Daniel Bryan for the World Heavyweight title or CM Punk for the WWE Championship. And he chose okay. Brian, and then Jericho went on to take on Punk. Um, and that, that was during that storyline and with the alcohol, wasn't it? Yep, so that came at Extreme Rules after that WrestleMania matchup, where they had right. a, just a street fight with the whole thing with Jericho tipping the whiskey on him and then slipping over. Well. That's right, that's what I remember. Yeah. Yes, the bowl of whiskey. Here we go, Look what are we doing here? Oh, that's a road kick right there, isn't it over? Oh, no. So you have to win by pinfall, and then you've got to get your ass out. Yeah. And someone's got to plant their lips on it. That's correct. Right. On the bum cheek or the actual hole? Uh, well, I think the way these guys do it, it's not a deep pantsing. It's simply lifting the shorts into the crack to expose the cheek. Lift up the crack? Okay, thanks, Tom. <laughs> to expose the crack. Expose the crack? There's a crack in the middle. Oh. Great podcasting here, guys. You're so fortunate to listen to us this uh, now tonight. 
So let's have a bit of a quick chat about the actual Extreme Rules pay-per-view, Al. When do you actually think it started, the term Extreme Rules as the pay-per-view? Oh, I'm going to go probably back 2008, maybe. Uh, you're very close. It actually started in 2009, Ooh. but listen to this year. The event name was established in 2009. However, the theme began with its predecessor, One Night Stand, okay. which was in 2005 and 2006 as an ECW reunion show. Yes. In 2007, WWE promoted the show as one of its own regular pay-per-view events but kept the ECW concept of Extreme Rules oh. matches. In 2009, WWE renamed One Night Stand to WWE Extreme Rules. That's right. Didn't they do... They had the ECW One Night Stands. Then there was another one with Kane on the front. On the cover yep, of it, so, with a freaky yep. face. So it was one of them holding that poker. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I think that might have been the first one. No, Ray Mysterio was on the cover of the first one. Okay. Seamus was on the 2010 cover. Um, the chant is going. It might have, might have been an alternative poster. Because um, the very first one actually was the Jeff Hardy CM Punk. And that's when Punk turned heel because he cashed in money in the bank against Jeff Hardy. Yes. After he won the World Heavyweight title. Uh, Extreme Rules 2010 was John Cena versus Batista in a last man standing match for the WWE Championship. Yeah, Arn Anderson and Conrad Thompson just talked about that on their most recent show. We had Extreme Rules 2011, The Miz versus John Morrison versus John Cena in a triple threat steel cage match for the WWE Championship. Wow. I remember this that. Was, this was an interesting one. Extreme Rules 2012, the return of Brock Lesnar versus John Cena in an Extreme Rules match. Oh, That I was don't the one that. when uh, the steel stairs were in the ring and Brock went to do a jumping clothesline on Cena, hit him. Brock went over and nearly landed on his head outside the ring. It was oh, one of the worst. He, his first match back nearly broke his neck. What year was that, sorry? That was 2012, that one there. I'm going to have to look that up. That, that yeah. sounds interesting. And we had Extreme Rules 2013, Brock Lesnar versus Triple H in a steel cage was the main oh. event for that show. Was that when he was being up on the uh, on the McMahons and he broke Hunter's arm yeah, with a Kimura? The previous, the previous Mania, yeah, and the feud continued to Extreme Rules. Yep. Uh, 2014, so the year before the event we're covering today, was Daniel yes. Bryan defends the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in an Extreme Rules match against Kane. Oh, wow, buds. Yeah. Best uh, tag team the in the universe. Year, 2016 was Roman Reigns defends the WWE Championship against AJ Styles in an Extreme Rules match. Oh, man, he would have got booed out the building <clears> for that one. That was the no the match known for when AJ had debuted. He was a face. Then you had the club. So you had, um, what was it, Anderson and Gallows were heels. They were trying to get AJ. Hey, come and join us. Yep. Then AJ did turn, join them. And then you had the Usos join Roman, and they were all involved uh, in that whole feud. Okay. Uh, 2017 was Bray Wyatt versus Finn versus Roman Reigns versus Joe versus Rollins in an Extreme Rules match to determine the number one contender for the WWE Universal Championship and was Raw only back then. Oh, yeah, that's when Lesnar was just doing the big pay-per-views, wasn't he? Yeah, like the big four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at this. Texas Cloverleaf 
And we'll do one more. 2018 was Dolph Ziggler versus Rollins' 30-minute Ironman match for the IC title. Remember when they turned the, the numbers off the screen because the crowd kept counting down every 10 seconds on the clock? That was on Extreme Rules, was it? Yeah, that was the main event. Wow, okay. And what was 2019? And 2019 was uh, Lesnar cashing in Money in the Bank against Seth Rollins. Ah, uh, oh, yes. After after he beat, I think it was Brandon Corbin. Yes. He came out after the match. I think it was that the one where it was... Tag Team. Was that yeah, Tag Team match? There's, there's the, yeah, the poster was Becky yeah. and Seth. Yeah. That's good podcasting, Tom. Good on you. I was just showing you the poster. I'll show you a picture. Of nobody else knows what it is. How dare you. All right, you keep talking. I'm going to put some light in this room. It's getting a bit dark in here. I'm getting a bit scared. Got, uh, classic Dean Malenko here with the Texas Cloverleaf. Shades there of Malenko from his reign in WCW as Cruiserweight Champion. I think he ended up using it uh, before he retired in the WWE within the 2000 timeline. Got a cradle roll up there by Dolph Ziggler. Not successful. Great super kick going for a pinfall attempt. And another kick out by Sheamus. Is it over? No, not yet. Here we go. At Frederick5291, two lunatics and a hashtag Chicago street fight is best for business. Hashtag extreme rules. Can you give us a time cue where you are? Yep. I am at 2855, 2856. All right. Who's that guy there sitting in between the two announce tables? Have a look when the camera pans back. He's sitting there with a headset on, but he's got no table to himself. I think he's probably the timekeeper dude, or maybe he's just the guy who just talks to the. Um, I think we already had that question before when I asked you about, you know, the guy who was sitting next to JR, and he's like, um, uh, that's uh, Jim. I'm like, just, just give me a proper answer. Yeah, oh, it, was I don't know. it was the king. It was the king. Yeah, it was king. It was king there with him the whole time. I'm like, thanks, mate. It's funny because he's dressed in a suit and tie. He has papers in front of him. You've got the two Spanish announced commentators. You've got the three man booth here. On, and see him in the middle there? Yeah, I saw who, him. Is, who is that guy? <laughs> Look at this. Don't you hate it when you get all sweaty and your mohawk gets all droopy? Yeah, look at that. It's getting I don't all... know if I could do the mohawk. I've seen a mohawk man bun, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that one. A mohawk man bun. Yep. Man, nothing more screams that. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I need I need to be socially included in everything on this planet. One, two. Yeah, the handful of tights there on that one, Ziggler. Oh, one-handed power slam. He was, cheating. he was cheating just then. Mm-hmm. What the? One handed power slam. All right, suplex time. No. Into a small so here's cradle. A quick question for you. Shameless face, shameless heel. Uh, wait a minute, is that it? Oh my god, you got the three. Yeah, it's over, it is over, yep. Oh. Uh, I like Shameless. I like him as a heel. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Time to kiss some booty. Some booty action. <laughs> so booty, booty, booty. Booty action right here, boys. Now, I will say, I did watch this the other day, and watch Ziggler during this part. It just screams Billy Gunn. 1999, 1998, oh. New Age Outlaws, when he was Mr. Ass. It just, it just, he looks exactly like he would have been doing in that gimmick. Well, he did, because then he and Rock have a, um, a kiss my ass match. But it was so with the, 99, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he won the he went he won the King of the Ring, <laughs> and then he went on to take the Rock on. Yep, and uh, he had to kiss the last large lady's bottom. And the funny thing is that they once that feud was over, he was back with Road Dog. 
within the next few weeks, at New Age Outlaws were back. But by the end of the year, the singles run was over, and he was back with Road Dog. Well, that's when they joined up with the McMahons, wasn't that? Towards the end, yeah. Uh, yeah. You had the kind right. of corporate DX team, which was when Stephanie and McMahon Helmsley and stuff like oh, that. Oh, he's leaving. He's leaving. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it. Oh, it was like... his idea. It's his idea. Ah, uh-huh, okay. So he's going to have to just. Just a quick action, you know. William Regal did great with for Vince McMahon, you know. Real quick one. The Regal was more that he was on his knees, trolling forward, did it, and then let right back. And the camera yep. work was and Vince's big smile on his face. Yep. All oh, right, hey boys, he's there. We go. God damn it! And then JR forcibly, you know, thanks to um the oh, Undertaker. Do you think you're better than me? Wham! What? What? Uh, just a what? See, look at Billy Gunn. Look at this. Look at Dol. Yep. I'm going to... It looks like he's just about to get the hog meat out. Yep. You want something to kiss? You kiss this first. You're like, what? Yes. Yes. Tan lines. He you can't is leave. So tan. He is so tan. Yeah. <laughs> he spends about eight hours a day in the tanning bed. Oh. And I love what Dolph's saying to it. This wasn't my idea. It was yours. It was your idea. Yeah, you wanted it, this. That's <laughs> right. He's saying that. This is your match. This is yours, man. This is on you, baby. There's a sign up there that's actually meant to say Seamus, but it's spelt wrong. Yeah, it's Seamus. But it's, I think it's... Hashtag Seamus. But it's She-Anus. See? she I think it's oh, meant yeah. to be the whole kiss my ass thing. It's She-Anus. Yeah, don't forget the hashtag, guys. Hashtag She-Anus. <laughs> She-Anus? Do it. Do it. What? No, just drop trail, man. Just just do what Vince did. Don't lift up the... Ch- you must see the click. He's not going to really. He's not going to really do it, is he? He's not going yeah, to. Yeah, well, he has to. He lost the match. Yeah, but it's Sheamus. He's a heel. Look at this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to kiss him out of the mouth, Bomber. Don't make me do it. Always oh, coming in on that. Oh. Oh, it's a bit of wedge action, hey. On your knees, bitch. On your knees. What's you your uh, What's your time clock? Uh, I'm at the. Uh, Three thirty-three fifty-five. Thirty-three. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty. Where are you? You're about a minute ahead of me. Oh, am I? Yeah, that's right. Well, you haven't, you haven't missed any action yet, though. It's just more shame as selling. <clears throat> like I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. She ain't us. <laughs> she ain't us action. Nah. Don't forget that hashtag, guys. The fans are chanting. There's a man with the yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah, but, yeah, baby. I think Let's the see. chant that they're chanting is um, kiss it's his either, ass. It's, it's either, I think it's like it's either kiss the ass or there was a booty chant too, yep. as well that went through. Ah, okay. Need to see some dude ass. Come on, man. Those guys chanting with their kids there. Get the dude ass out, man. <laughs> I want to see them tan lines, baby. Get that. I'll Come just on, wedge it in. Jesus. Yeah, just get right in there, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I love, I love wrestling. I love wrestling when the pale boy kisses the tan man bum. And the, re- and the little short referee with the looks like Brock Lesnar watches from afar. The referee should be grabbing Seamus' face. Oh! Yep. What? You bastard. You bastard, Seamus. You bloody bastard. <laughs> I'll call the bloody kiss. Oh, a... bros him up. Bros him right in the face. Ah. There's a uh, large... laughing about it, too. Large man with a John Cena t-shirt pointing down to the United States title and he's clapping. Like, I didn't come to wrestling to watch another man kiss another man's 
Ass. What the bloody hell? I want to see the Russian chain match between Cena and Rusev. Oh, that's what they're doing tonight. There's a Russian... Yeah, Russian chain, yeah. Wow, okay. I think in total they have at least... Let me think. Fastlane, WrestleMania, Extreme Rules, Paper. They have four pay-per-views against one another. Well, guys, aren't you yeah. uh, so glad you're listening to us? And we've covered the first three guys, which is what the last one's tonight. Or the second last one's tonight. Yep. Well, now, what's he saying? Uh, well, it's more like the fact of, you know, you thought you were going to kiss my ass. I'm going to make you do it, though. You're going to do it now to me. Yeah. What? Yep. How? What is it? Well, Same as well, he, he, he's knocked him out cold. Now. He's knocked him out cold. Oh, Wedges my God. Up like that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So Seamus is going to like, oh, lovely. And really quick side note, King says prior to this a little bit, he goes, when I wrestled Bret Hart, I didn't wash my foot for over a month. With these guys having a kiss my ass match, I wonder if they haven't cleaned up. Oh, I'll just leave that there. Uh, <laughs> he was going for the bum cheek. They're not really going for the bum hole, King. And I know that's yeah. why you're all up in that thing. Look at this oh, guy. Gold dust fella there too. I think that was a lady. I think that was a lady oh. gold dust. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes please. That guy was wearing a Captain Charisma Christian light-up jacket with a hoodie on. I thought that was a Chris Jericho light-up jacket. Yeah, I saw the hoodie, though. Oh. Yeah, I saw he's got the hoodie, so that's Captain Charisma. Captain El Pervo. Just when I close your eyes. What are you singing? That's Christian song. From when? When in TNA? <laughs> Wait. Was that, his T- was that his TNA song? Was it- Which one song um, was that? He had Close Your Eyes when he returned in the ECW brand. Yeah. I love how he went from wrestling for the uh, NWA TNA title and then returned to ECW. We were on the leather belt with the silver. Why did they have to slow slow down action of... Oh, Rob, get in there, do it. Just get in there. Yeah. You, use that tongue, <laughs> it's all, boy. It's all forehead. Yeah, use that tongue there. Get that tongue up in there, boy. Fella! Now, the rivalry was not over. This continues for another month, guys, and it goes into the King of the Ring the next uh, few weeks after this. So how, how close does Ziggler want to get to the camera with his stinky ass face? Yeah. Oh, my God. I told you. What have we got going on here? Something brings something, some, bring something new. Oh, it's a Jerry Lawyer. Oh, it's all the stuff. That, sorry, it's uh, Jerry Springer. Too hot for television. That's the thing there. Like this is, they actually did a whole show about the Floyd Mayweather versus Big Show, and it always goes back to me that Floyd cheated to win at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Like oh, he yeah. used brass knucks, and he had all these mates trying to get involved, and it's like, oh, you're the good guy. Aren't you the good guy in this matchup? And you just cheated, so you're yep. a face or you a heel? I don't think all I right. ever watched the Too Hot for WWE, that uh, Too Hot for TV thing. I don't think I ever saw that. Same. I think it's on the network, but it's like... Yeah, it is. Uh, we got... Oh, Mick Foley's show. I'm, I think I've... No, I haven't seen this one. I saw his recent one he did. I think that was last year. Look at Jericho here. The hair all tailored. Oh, yeah, and there he's, is. he's hosting a sit-down with Stephanie McMahon, it was. Oh, those old, old buddies. They're old friends. Okay. There's a lot of action going on in the network. I have no idea. wasn't watching it this time. No, same. I don't think I, I think I, the network, I ended up getting my own account probably in 2017 and then just stopped. And then, I, yeah, we just use your one now to watch it. 
But I, yeah. um, I think the TNA app I've had for a while, but that's got some good stuff on it. Fight does that? Oh, does that mean I'll probably have to get it next year? No, I'll use Fight to watch it, and you can use my TNA one. Oh, I am so fortunate. <laughs> Look at the deep sigh. Look at the anger on the face. No, I said we do it, and I can't go back on what I said, so it will be all right. We'll do it. I've worked some things out. It's going to be a funny time, guys. Well, hopefully we can do. Hopefully, when the uh, the COVID nineteen goes away, we'll be able to uh, do a um, a meet up again. Because I mean, I don't mind the Skype shows that we do. Yeah. But sometimes it's sort of better in the room where we're next to each other and we can just work off each other. And you know, I can insult you with everything because you're a shit. Thanks, bro. Shut up. Move on. Yeah. We'll do. Uh, is it? It's it's a new day. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's the new day. But these guys yep. are heels, aren't they? This is the heel run. Yes, this is yeah. them going after the WWE uh, Tag Team Championship held at this time by Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Ah, who we actually saw win the belts. Actually, did they win the belts? Yes, at Fastlane that we covered a couple of months ago. This was interesting because. <clears throat> Two months earlier, Cesaro and Sheamus, or Cesaro and uh, Tyson Kidd were faces. They turned heel the night after Fastlane, mm. but going into this match, they're faces. So I don't know when the switch back to a face happened. Maybe it was around the WrestleMania, because they were on the pre-show, where they defeated New Day and a range of other tag teams in a fatal four-way. Okay. But I don't know when the face turned actually happened. Because you watch, when they come out tonight, that fans love it. Well, they were over. Well, they're going. Yeah, but they're going against. Yeah, they're going against the the new day. They heal. So, and even the crowd is just booing them. But oh, oh my goodness! Natalie, 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 please fly and kick me in the face. Cesaro looking like Taz. Yeah, with a. Yep. I was going to say something. Then I thought you were going to say Natalia. Please do the part. Do the. Yes. Yes. Do you remember that gimmick? Remember that. No, but you told me about it. Yeah, it's we talked not that... about it. In, we talked about it in detail on the Oh My God show, guys, from about a year ago. Yep, got run right up in that action. Um, with these bad boys with their hoodies and towels and uh, and their beats, the tag champions. So who's wrestling? Who are we going to have? Kofi's ready to go. Yeah, I He's think uh, Xavier. Xavier's the uh, the member that doesn't wrestle tonight. So he's the manager. Or I say valet. The valet. The, the Valentina Rossi. All right. Now, so what, what was really big for this night for the New Day, this is their kind of first big title shot. Mm. And if they were to win, this would be their first championship reign. Okay. Because prior to this, they were all running as singles. Then they formed the, the tag team originally was going was Kofi and Big E. Mm. And with Xavier Woods, they made him come to the ring week after week saying to Kofi and Big E, well, you know, you, you guys, you're not winning. You need someone like me to help you. But collectively, as a unit, we can make a new day in WWE where people like us can rise above it. Originally, I think it was kind of Nation of Domination themed. And then they thought, no, let's make it more comedic, make it more funny. Um, but that was well, like, well, it's very much like Feel the Power. It's like very much what you do on, on a Sunday church and an all-black church, I would imagine. Yeah. So. All right. Well, this was also known for them saying, you know, the New Day Rocks chant. 
Yes. There would be New Day Sucks, is what they yes. would get back from the audience going into this period. Okay, a bit of tag team action now, guys. This is really good. It's a good match of styles because it's the two aerial athletes of Kofi and Tyson and then yep. the power players of Cesaro and Big E. Works really well, these, these guys. That's cool. Ball. That's cool. Bit of bird action over there, Tom. Bit of bird? Yeah, I can hear a bird in the background at your place. Oh, I can just hear that. Yeah. Can you hear yeah. that? Yeah, I can hear that. You've got some really super good headphones there, boy. That's uh, Teddy. That's his name. So. Teddy? He's a parrot. Teddy the parrot. Didn't sound like a parrot, Tom. Just sound like a bird. Get out, Teddy. It's, uh, it's to, just, just a grown-ass man who's completely <laughs> naked out on your tree going, toy, 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 toy. Can I get a feed soon or... I'm, I'm naked, I'm naked, I'm flapping my arms. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll get you some worms, wait a sec. I'll get you some worms, mm. wait a minute. Let me you chill up first. What's wrong with you? Do you <laughs> could you not? Don't be that guy, okay? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just chew some worms up for you. <laughs> Alright, guys, you know what? It's time for COVID-19 updates. Alan, yep. how are you going with everything? Uh, I've been doing okay. Um, not really digging on the, uh, I mean, I've been working, but I've been doing three hour shifts every day and I normally like to work a good solid eight to nine hours. But so the three hours are, are killing me, uh, because I, as soon as I'm done working, I, I come straight home. Normally I'd like to do my own little thing before coming home, but no, because the, uh, restrictions of people being around, you know, the remain essentials that you should be going to the shops, uh, and you've got to watch yourself, you know, you're going. I mean, I have been going for walks, but then that's about yeah. it for me. Um, it, Pokemon Go has been getting a lot of work out, I must say. Nice. So, oh, geez, that was a power well, slam. The three big things Ooh. is uh, medical appointments, yep. uh, essential shopping items, or exercise. Yep. It's the main three that you could be out for. Yeah, I don't like going to the doctors, <laughs> but I don't mind, you know, going for a walk or uh, um, getting some food. Did you see yes, that fellow that got uh, the fine, the sixteen hundred dollar fine yesterday? No, what for? What for? <clears throat> he was picked up by the police washing his car at one o'clock at one of the Seven Eleven style uh, car washes, and they said that it wasn't essential for him to be doing that at that hour of the night, and that he What's shouldn't a... be out one one a one p.m. One, actually, no, one one a.m. So in the first thing in the morning, night. Oh wow. Washing his car and was given a one thousand six hundred dollar fine by default. Yeah, I know, I know a lot of the L players because during this time we've got uh, school holiday, Australian school holidays at this time. So this is where there's a uh, a lot of youth uh, are going out and trying to get their learners permit. And uh, no, because uh, the police are saying no, that's not that's not allowed. They um they're very much against that. They're giving young people, especially yeah, you know, uh, youngsters as young as I think it was seventeen, eighteen, um, fines. Well, I'm saying it more. This weekend would be getting a lot. The Easter weekend, people decided to go. You know, we're going up the holiday house, or well, you can't do any of that. Here. Can't do any of that stuff. That's where the fines. <clears throat> I know a few people on our street usually would go away for Easter, and you can tell there's no trailers on the car. There's nope. no. There's no. Uh, you know. Caravans that all stuck homebound. So. Well, it's basically as because as we're recording, this is on a Easter Saturday. Uh, mainly, it's the Thursday Arvo, where it's extremely. 
busy because everyone's thinking the same thing. We've got to go away for this long weekend up to the beach house or up to the friend's house at the time. There is none of that. None of that is happening at this time of the year, which is a big thing. Um, I would imagine on Sunday, even tomorrow, we're not even going to be able to catch up with family. No. No, none. I think the only thing that they're saying is is that it seems like a lot of the online Skype, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, all that type of stuff is the way that people are doing meetings. Like That's how I have my meetings for my job. Everything's yes. online now. I haven't seen my manager face-to-face in about six weeks. <clears throat> Everything with my teammates is all on camera. Yep. So I have our own study desk area, set it all up, and do all my meetings that way. Um, but even to, I went to the shops just before we – I gave you that call to catch up now. Yes. It was so busy. Oh, like, really? To the, to the point that it was actually uncomfortably busy with the whole social distancing. Like, people are not standing 1.5 metres away. They're standing shoulder to shoulder with you. And it's like all it takes is one person just to cough or sneeze. But I felt Oof. disappointed because Coles themselves wasn't saying, hey, we're not doing a limit. Like, oh, we have a lot of people here. Let's cut it back a sec. They just let everyone coming in, coming in, coming in. Too many. Wow. I felt really, I felt really, uh, well, just not nervous, but just uncomfortable with the whole thing. I'm like, there's too many people. Uh, you know, well, people are too you, close. Do you know how you fix that? What's that? Nude up. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. No one's got to come near you when you're naked. If I did that, though, everyone would just gather. No, they wouldn't. You know? No, everyone would leave the shop and go. No thanks. <laughs> I suddenly lost my appetite. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I really wanted to make that pasta tonight, but no. You've, you've I suddenly lost my appetite, and I feel like going to the gym. And crying. <laughs> I'm gouging my eyes out. Oh, here we go. We're going for the big swing? Well, the crowd's over. Oh, no. I think they were. But that's what I was hoping. saying to you, that they were, they were heels only a few months earlier, and they're yes. just heavily praised. Look at that catch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. One-handed backbreaker. Now, how are you surviving over there? Uh, things are going okay. We, we've been mainly, it's the school holidays are coming to an end. So as we know, yes. uh, the decision around kindergartens and schools is still occurring. So my little one will go to kinder. Uh, the other boy in primary, we're doing homeschooling there. That's what we've been instructed by the school. Yes. Unless there is um, a, a reason why they need to be at school, they shouldn't be. So it's all going to be homeschool based with a breakup of a recess and lunch break within the day. Yes. Um, and same with the older one too. They'll be homeschooled, but it's more that he actually won't see his teacher. Mm-hmm. It'll be that the resources will be provided to him, mm-hmm. and then if he needs assistance, he goes to the teacher in an email. Yep. But it's not yep. like a digital live classroom where everyone jumps in, where the oldest one yeah will be, hey, here's the here's the subject, here's the assignment, best of luck. Yep. Just come come back to me with any questions. It's due on this day. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, everything seems funny. I think you know, I'm just making up a list of jobs I want to do to get my mind off, you know, really doing nothing. Uh, I'm not a TV binger. I don't watch binge like on Netflix and things like that. Oh. Um, there's the tackle by Big E outside. Oh the man! But well, it has been a really sort of interesting time of great things that have been coming onto Netflix, and there's been a lot of people catching up on a lot of shows. Um, myself, I caught up with. Uh, my partner and I watched the uh, the show that's sort of taken over the internet and the world somewhat is the um, Tiger King. Yeah, what is that? I have no idea what that is. I've seen the memes all about it. I have no idea what this even is. Basically, it, sh- it follows a, young, a man named uh, Joe Exotica, 
Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 Basically, it's about a man who ran a tiger and petting zoo place. So he had a lot of exotic animals. Yeah. And basically, there was a woman named Carol. Yeah. And she is basically against it. She does have an animal refuge place of tigers that sort of... Uh, it's You come there and you, it's a volunteer place. People come together and, you know, you look at these animals. Where Joe is pretty much... he's uh, If people look at it, uh, saying that he's just started doing this for the the, the um the money, but very much this man Joe is a complete and utter nutcase. Is this a doctor, like a reality show, or what is it? It's a, it's both. It follows um, pretty much the leading up to where Joe is. Uh, this is spoilers. I don't know if yeah, you know, I'm not going to watch, watch it. it so. no, okay, you it. you probably should. It's a really good series. Ridiculous. But um, spoilers, if you're listening to guys, five, four, three, two, and one, uh, he is accused of murdering, trying, attempted murder onto Carol. Okay. He, sent, he had a hitman sent out. Oh, here we go. We got a big, big swing. Oh, my God. Oh, into a drop. Beautiful. Um, so it pretty much just follows that. It's a eight-part series. But then there was also another series that my power and I powered through last night. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Sorry. You keep yeah, talking. Keep talking. One, two, three, and there's no, the roller. The New Day have become the new WWE Tag Team Champions, Kofi, with the roll-up. And this guy, as I said, marked the very first time that the New Day actually won the WWE Tag Team belts. It was actually their second run. Uh, which would actually happen after they won them back, after the team that dethroned them only a few months later. That reign actually went, I think it was over 400 days, and was actually their longest uh, tag team run of the modern era compared to Demolition, who also had a pretty long reign uh, back in the uh, early to mid-90s. Uh, also, too, with the New Day, the Freebird rule was in effect, so at any time, one or two members of the New Day would defend the tag belt. So all three members actually were the WWE Tag Team Champions, even though it was Kofi and Big E that actually won the belts. Um, what a tackle there. Massive spot. The WWE team. I was just saying, you just missed the ending, Al. That's all right. It was That's a really okay. good uh, cheat. It was, it's funny that Kofi Kingston used to roll up with the tights. And yes. to think today, Kofi Kingston doing that, you're like, what? He would never do that. But back in this time period, the New Day were crafty, cheating characters, and it's That's like right. you just never thought you would see Kofi do that in today's That's, era. Oh, so it takes a kick to the face. Going back to what I was saying before, yeah. uh, my partner and I we watched the uh, the entire series, the eight, eight episodes of um, the the Big Show show. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, um, yeah, it's something. Just like sitcom family sitcom. Yeah. yeah, real that real style. Actually, it's um, Big Show is actually quite funny, isn't it? it and uh, funny enough, a person from the old days of um, of a sitcom that we used to watch as, as kids is, um, <coughs> pardon me, Steve Urkel, the young man who played Steve Urkel. Oh, yeah. Well, he appears in, in it. He's actually in a few episodes with uh, the Big Show. So we've got Byron Saxon. Booker T and Clark Kent. 
<laughs> he literally does look like Clark Kent. Hips, hipster style of Clark Kent. Looks oh like Henry. Lord. Looks like Henry Cavill at the end of the uh, Man of Steel movie. What I was just saying very quickly before he jumped out of the shot. Sorry. With the new day when they won the belts, that was their very first time. Oh, fantastic! And I think they would have like five or six title reigns. Yes. That was their very first time they won the belts. Awesome. And again, under the Freebird rule, they could defend. They could choose who would defend it. In any That's time. very true. Very <clears> true. <throat> There's big boys there in the middle. Yeah, there's a lady over next to touching up a guy in a red hoodie. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, that's hand the big was boys. the big boys. Yeah, but those hands was going mm, right, going right for the right for the meat pocket or something going on there. What's going on here? On the kickoff show, this was the uh, bad news Barrett against Neville. Neville wasn't on. Well, Neville was on the main roster now. Yep. So Neville okay. uh, only came only a few weeks earlier. Uh, with the same exact gimmick he was doing on NXT that we got, we have covered guys on our revival show, okay, uh, or rival show that we covered um, back yeah. in February. Okay. Wow. And he was kind of like heelish then too when he was in NXT, but he was a what? face when he came across to the Raw brand. Okay. And he was going by the name uh, the man that gravity forgot, Adrian soon, Neville, soon to be Mighty Mouse. Yes, that was the original yeah. plan. Oh, my God. Man, look at that red arrow. That is a fantastic manoeuvre. So good. So I just want to do a quick timeout, guys, to tell you about a really good product, guys. We are talking about Rogue Energy. So Rogue Energy is a healthy drink alternative and focus supplement created by overpowered labs. Our zero-calorie, low-sugar formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. It's designed this product for those willing with active lifestyles and for people who need better performance out of their energy drinks. If you use the promotional code 2702GUYS on the RogueEnergy.com, you will get yourself 10% off all Rogue Energy Drinks products. That again is 2702 at RogueEnergy.com. A very excited New Day here, Al. Yeah, they can feel the power. The He's jacked up, isn't he, Big A? Look at him. He's a big boy. He is a big boy. A, a uh, Renee Young right here doing the interview. New day. And she's dancing too. New <laughs> day. Oh, wait a minute. Her husband's home. What are you doing? <laughs> I heard you talk. I heard you talking to three black people. What are you doing over there, honey? Yeah, That's what she's doing. She's like, yeah. And they're like, what's going on, man? You okay? And he's like, oh, man. Now, we funny note. <laughs> after yeah, the punch oh. the funny note is Harper left the arena, the driver. But returned yep. as the passenger. Yep. So <laughs> they didn't show what happened, but how he how he lost position of the driver. They went. They went to a McDonald's. They uh, both got a Happy Meal, and but they had two different toys that the other one wanted. So they pretty much they exchanged driving. Uh, oh god! Oh god! Run to the bar. So they got into a fight, and yep. then you had what? So it would have been Dean ran off first, got in the car. Harper's followed him and jumped in as the passenger. Where's he going? It's going into the other curtain. Where are we going here? Oh, okay. Back out to the... on the ramp by himself here. Yep. There's not a what's, ramp. What's your take on the tour? That's not that a no, ramp. What, just saying, what's your oh. take with no ramps? Do you like the ramp? I love ramp. Yeah. All ramp. Ramp takes me back to the back in the day where uh, I think the last time we saw ramp was at the, um, I think it was AEW where Kofi just 
brained himself and cut his head open against Chris Jericho. Oh, Cody, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was... I love ramp. I need more yeah. ramp in my life. Ramp yes, was Cody. very similar to... What if you had, what, Mankind ride the stretcher down the yes. ramp? And Austin ride the chair down with his beers? That looked like a lot of fun. And then there's, what, the old, the old school, what, WCW was the, uh, the, the, uh, walkout, the walkout ramp that connected to the ring. Yes. Cody got hurt, but you think of, like, Vader and all those old guys would wrestle and do, like, flips over that guardrail. Uh, we saw this. This is what, um, oh, Terry this Funk. Is very, this is very ECW, yeah. This is ridiculous, guys. This is, what's going on here? So is this the end of the match? We're going to get, like, some closure at the end of this match, or is this going to go to the back again? Oh, man, just uh, threw a cherry. From, from memory, it ends here. Okay. But the reason why they say it goes for uh, 56 minutes was yeah. if the, does that match finish and finish in the next match started, it's counted as still going. Sit down, power bomb on a chair. One, two, and a kick out. Yep, just simply kicks out, yep. You have to kick. Oh, yeah, you've got to kick out. Oh, yeah. Um, man, look at this hairy face, man. Look at him. But yeah, if you get some free time, definitely check out his, his show. It's about an hour with Jericho. Okay. Um, it's a really good show. I really like Jericho's podcast. I check it out every week. Talk is Jericho. Wait a minute. He's up stacking some... One, two, three, four. He's up to four now. Five, got... six, seven. That's seven. One fell off. Yep, we're on yep, six. This, we're on six chairs. Seven. seven. One fell off. Yeah, the yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that Charles actually was like, you know what, I better get out there and actually, I was part of this match an hour ago, I better join up. I better get, oh, I'm alive! Picks oh, man. Oh! Oh, Airtime, top rope slam by Ambrose, and here it is, the DDT. Dirty D's, oh. done with sheep. Count it. Slipping on the chairs there, yep. Two. I love the bit, the pin, the, the pin after he does that, it's very much like, you know, it, like you hit a, a Mishinoku driver or something. <laughs> and, he, and, I, and, you know, if I pin, if I put the leg up and I actually place my buttocks onto his chest, it will definitely won't kick out. So we're in an hour into this show, guys, and this is the halfway point. Oh, my goodness, you're right. Yeah, so we're oh actually, uh, we've only got four matches left, guys. We're the four, four matches down. That's all right, then. And they're all singles matches now, guys. There's no tags. Uh, all singles matches. And they've all got gimmicks. There's all type of something. Like, we've got, yep, like, a so last man standing. We've got the Russian chain for the US yes. title. We've got the Divas Championship. We've got that... the last man standing and the steel cage main event. But the Divas match doesn't have a stipulation. It doesn't have a stipulation, no. It's, it... that, that, too, is one of my most confusing matches. And when we get it? to it, oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's just, okay. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So. All right, I'm happy to wait. I would I love to just one day see if Arn Anderson ever covers this show to ask about that match and go, wait a minute, explain to me how that makes sense, because to me it doesn't. Why don't you tweet Conrad and ask him? Well, they seem to be doing a kind of a more, I was saying in the last show we did, the kind of current time. They are. You know, the kind of 10, 11, 12, 13 years up to our current time period. Well, I think they'll probably be talking about May and then probably next month, uh, in April, like you know, as we are now, they'll probably start talking about the extreme rules. Yeah. Well, it seems like Conrad for some time with the shows that he was doing would 
each episode would cover a pay-per-view event from that month period. Mm-hmm. So if they're covering, say, let's, for example, April, it'll be WrestleMania. If it was January, they'll cover the Royal Rumble, kind of what right. we do with our show. Yes. Um, because I think, yeah, for, if you look at the WWE 2020 calendar, guys, we will talk a little bit about WrestleMania and our views on that, but there actually is this event here, Extreme Rules, I actually don't think is happening until at least July of this year. Okay. So how it would work is that this year, in 2015, it goes Extreme Rules Payback, then it goes, I think, Chamber, and then Money in the Bank. Okay. Where in our time now, 2020, Money in the Bank's next. Yes. Um, then followed, I think, by Extreme Rules after that. But they May 17th. Announced. Yeah. Payback was on May 17th. And that's what we're doing next month, guys, too. Dude. I was thinking about doing that on May 16th, if you're free that day. I should be. I don't it's think Saturday I know. It's the day before my birthday, so it should be fine. Here we go, guys. Our Russian chain match for the United States Championship. And I'll no. say a very good video package this is. Okay. Yeah. I think it Excellent. uses either... What was the name of the band? It's a really good song that they have featured. I don't know if it was the official song for the pay-per-view, but it's a really good audio package uh, to Cena and his actual you know, United States Open Challenge that he's been doing on Monday Because he... He did win the title at uh, the WrestleMania, and here it yep. is right now in this package, in a tank. With one of the best entrances, eh? The man rocked up in a tank. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. And Cena, the Superman, rocking up, Super Cena. I had my son say to me the other day after we linked up and did our slot with our kids playing WWE, yes. my son says to me, hey, you know what? Uh, cousin and I, we both love John Cena. Yep. I said, I think you both do. I think you do. It would very much be like back in the day, you know. Um, I mean, we, we started watching, sort of getting into wrestling back in 97, 98. So, that, you know, we didn't, our, our main hero at the time was Stone Cold Steve Austin. But, you know, and, and probably DX. So it's very different how our kids have been raised to, like, watch um the wrestlers of John Cena today and have him as a hero. But if we've got Stone Cold and uh, DX chop, cross-chopping and flipping off people, well, probably explains why we're the people that we are today. I was going to say, though, I don't think there was a time, though, that you and I liked the same people. Nope. Because we've always had different opinions. Like, I've always, always. followed a lot of the heels. Yes. You know, if, you, if you liked Stone Cold, I liked Triple H. Yes. You know, if you liked Mankind, I liked the heel rock. Yes. Like, if you liked Taker, I liked Kane. Like, we were yes. always kind of going after the other, the heelish, or we never had the same connection to the same people. So if you look at this open package here, so Cena is taking on Ambrose for the belt. Stardust, Cody, yep. Wade Barrett. And, Kane. Um, and there was someone else, I think, that just Kane. missed it. Kane, yeah. So pretty much, yeah, he's anyone, he's just the open challenge. It's just like the... Uh, like the TV title in WCW back in the day, you had to defend it at all times. Well, this was like every week for the last four weeks he did it leading up to this match. Oh, Cena with the, the, the stunner that, uh, we call it the springboard stunner that he used. Really good matchup. That'd be good, guys. If you want to check out a really good technical matchup, was one of the Cena open challenges was actually answered by Sami Zayn. Ooh. They, had a, they had a really good matchup for the United States Championship. Really good match. Very and nice. Crazy, and even crazy to think how Cena's career was like when he first won the US belt. 
you think back, you know, 2004, you know, at at WrestleMania taken on the big show. Um, Oh, it's cracking another one, guys. You hear that? There you go. He's back here here with a Canadian whiskey. It's going down strong. (laughs) Yes. There it is. Look at that. Look at that, boy. Look at that, boy. I think I had a... I'm trying to think, there's there's a couple of different variations of club that I've actually had before. Is it? And there was there was one that I had. What was its name? It was like a um a citrus flavor, had a real citrusy orange feel to it. Because I like flavored whiskeys. I'm a flavored whiskey man. Okay. No, I think I just got these, and uh, the missus seems to like them, so they go down pretty quickly. So I've got to get into them quick. They actually did one. They did a summer cider of Canadian clubs a couple of years ago too. I think I remember having some of those. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. Do you want to so, tell yeah. people what I was going to do for your Christmas earlier, a couple of months ago, when I was at the bottle shop and going to buy you some drinks? What I found to buy for you? I can't remember, bro. That was, was so the, far uh, much. The, the cowboy mud shakes. Oh, the uh, CC action guys, you know, okay. the cocksucking cowboy. Yep. Yep. Which is a chocolate variation vodka, wasn't it? Spirit. Not bad. It's pretty good, but mm. the uh, when you call it the. Uh, uh, what would you like? I'd like a cock-sucking cowboy, please. Like, Excuse okay, me? I'll, I'll get two. Well, that's where they come, and they come in some packs of two. <laughs> so, you know, if you're, you're with someone who's like, you know, we should get really messed up tonight, oh, let, let's suck a dick together. <laughs> Maybe we'll put a cowboy hat on. This is fun, isn't it? It's <laughs> fun. Give me, a, give me a thumbs up. <laughs> I love date night. <laughs> <laughs> That we takes me back to we, it. We were just going to go see a movie. And now we end, ended up with all these people. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, Thomas, hello. Hello. Yeah, oh, sh- I won't shake your hand. I won't shake your hand. <laughs> Reaching up to say hello. <laughs> no, just yeah, don't mind me. That's my, that's my wife. Isn't she say, good? Say hello. Mm, uh, don't talk. She's a bit uh, busy. Terrible. Terrible. What episode is that? What what episode is that from where we talked about that? that that's like going to like a, a, a wife swap thing. This is fun. <laughs> Give me a thumbs up. We're having a good time. Yeah, what, what is that? Yes. Oh, if I had you or something. Yes. Oh, it was something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it was, it was one of the about, chambers? Yeah. It was a chamber match or something, or everybody is in the ring at the same time. Uh, yeah. This is fun, isn't it? This that's is fun. what it was. Yeah. We should be talking about but, no. but it happens in this world, though. People will do that. Let's go. Let's just try it. Come on, Dale. Come on, Dale. Give it a try. I'll just move, I'll move out of the way. <laughs> That's a big change. <laughs> it makes me think, what was it, um, Superman, where uh, Fogel goes out with the police. So they're at the bar having drinks. And he said how he met his wife here in this bar. And he says, oh, yes, on our, uh, on our wedding night, we uh, had a threesome. Uh, I, I couldn't say it. I could hear it because I was in the other room. I just love the way he describes it, though. Superman, which is it the the most recent? Not um, was it? We're talking about the old one. No, super bad, not Superman. Oh, super bad. What are you talking about? Superman. I thought you said Superman. I was like, I don't remember any of that part <laughs> of happening. In <laughs> what Superman. is he watching? I don't know. That's a cool shirt. I'd like to get off the subject now, please. Let's move on. Uh, we'll do. Thanks. John Cena sucks. All right. Let's use this time out. WrestleMania. What? Let's have a chat. Okay. What do you reckon? Have a drink and tell me what you thought about WrestleMania 36. Now, what do we want to go by? Night one or night two? Night one. 
Yeah, you want to go night one then? Let's go All night right, one. so let's look up the card and we'll discuss of what we watched because we watched it all at the same time, didn't we? We uh, uh, Just really quick, this match goes for 13.35, all right? All right, no problems. Yeah. All right, so let's look up the card of WrestleMania 36. Because I've listened to quite a lot of podcasts and heard quite a lot of different opinions about okay. the matches that took place and okay. people's views about the event in its in whole entirety of even taking place. Okay. So really quickly, as you're loading it up, the question. I've got it. Yep, yep. Do you think they should have even done it? After looking at it, I'm glad they did. Yep. I enjoyed the night. I enjoyed both the nights. I, I think I'd like to see, because maybe you can go for like a good eight hours, and that's a yeah. long time. It takes a lot out of your time, out of your day. I mean, because I would imagine over in the States, they it starts like at four o'clock in the afternoon and finishes at like two in the morning. For back us, in the old st- days, yeah. back in the old days, you would do a Hall of Fame, yes, a Takeover, yes, a WrestleMania. A yes. Raw and a SmackDown. Yes. There would be five days of programming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot. But I didn't mind it this time around, and I would like to see if they do continue it for next year when COVID-19 stopped or it ceased or they've got it under control. Um, they do it again, but they do it in a two-night. Yeah. You, you know, you're doing it on a Saturday night and then doing it on a Sunday night. Hell, do it on. Well, you can't do it Friday night because because you, know, you got Friday night SmackDown. But maybe make an exception. Maybe do it on a Thursday night. Change yeah. it for a night. Um, but yeah, uh, was the Cesaro takes on Drew Ga- uh, Drew Gaelic? I didn't yeah, mind that in one. The, in that, the dark show, yeah. That Kick should off. have been on. That should. That, I didn't want that on the pre-show. I wanted to see that on the main show. Can you tell me? Does that say that match went for like four minutes? I think it was yeah, less four than twenty. Yeah. Four, yeah. four minutes twenty-five. Yeah. Those guys are so better than that. Oh, yeah, much better. And that's now they're good, doing... Th- that's a good 12 to 15-minute match those guys could have done. That's right. I didn't mind Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross winning the titles over the Kabuki Warriors. That made me happy. A little bit too long or what? Fif- uh, 15, well... It went for 18 did, minutes, didn't it? 15 minutes. It says yeah. Here. No, I, I didn't really long. mind. But it's a title match, so title matches are meant to go long. I would, I like to see... Elias and King Corbin, I didn't even watch that match. I would think I was doing something else. I think I was making so, lunch for the kids. There. Yeah, I, I, was, I think I was doing that myself. Yeah. Uh, then we had Becky. I, I was happy that Becky beat Shannon Baszler. I was happy with that. So what do, you think, do, you reckon, do you think the ending came out of nowhere? It was really quick. Yeah. And that was only that only went for like eight, uh, eight minutes and 30 seconds. From so, what I've been seeing online, a lot of people thought that maybe it was a little bit too quick with the ending. Yep. Okay. Also, that maybe it was purposely done in terms of, well, let's keep the feud going. So let's yes. do a quick one here because the way that she actually lost, that's been done before. Yes. She lost like that in NXT where she was going for the rear naked choke, got counted, got a shoulder split, and the feud continued. Okay. Um, so maybe that's a plan to continue the feud. Yeah, I think because... they could do some great work together. Yep. Um, so we'll see. Um. Uh... Did see? I thought Sami Zayn was actually going to lose the title to D- Daniel Bryan, but I'm glad he he won it. Yeah. So that was a nice little surprise. Um, so that was a good match, nine minutes twenty. And then they had the 
triple threat ladder match for the SmackDown <laughs> Tag Team Championships. Yeah. With John Morrison without the Miz, Jimmy Oso without his brother, and Kofi Kingston with a without uh, Big E or uh, Xavier. So you had three men going for mm-hmm. tag team championships in the ladder match. And do you know why that happened that way? No. No, it's just what you got lost there, mate. I answered you. Yeah, well, sorry. Uh, um, my partner's texting me, so... Yeah. Yep. So what ended up happening is that originally it was going to be the New Day versus Usos versus Morrison and Miz for the tag belts. Yes. Uh, with the whole COVID-19 and... Sorry to interrupt. Miz... I'll be right back. You keep no talking. Worries. The Miz actually disclosed that he was injured and actually was not able to... Uh, not injured, actually was unwell and not able to compete. So in the interim, I thought they would actually put someone mid-Morrison as in, let someone else defend the belt with Morrison, but if they were to win, it would still be Miz and Morrison that actually would retain the tag belts. So still go ahead with a planned triple threat ladder match. But they decided not to do that. So we get ourselves a triple threat match for the tag belts. Good match. Uh, I think there was a couple of spots that I could see that were edited in post-treatment. The benefit of not being in front of a live audience and being able to tape your show, you could go back and refilm something. You can edit it post-treatment. You can change camera angles and do different things you wanted to do. And there was one major spot towards the end of the match where the Uso actually had fallen off the ladder over the actual ring post down to the canvas. Now, usually the camera would follow that wrestler down as they actually hit the surface, and it's something that the camera didn't do, which gave the illusion of maybe he was landing on a crash pad that could have been set up because the way he fell would have been pretty bad. In the next shot, though, the Uso is shown lying down with no crash pad there. So, again, using the idea of post-treatment editing, uh, being able to actually stop a match mid-match, they're able to do that. The ending I liked uh, with Morrison actually pulling down the tag belts. I found it weird, though, because with the how they actually hung the belts being on the actual, what would you say, like a connector, in the past where you've seen matches, i.e. John Cena versus Randy Orton for the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship, when Orton unhooked that, he was declared the winner after winning the two world belts. But what we saw in this matchup, that after it was unhooked by both the Uso member and the New Day member, there was no ring bell or declared of the winner. It had to be that the actual belts had to be unstrapped from that, which I found was kind of weird. Uh, that was probably the weird part of the match for me. Morrison then pulled down both belts and actually uh, pulled them down and retained it, which I thought was cool. Um, I'm just looking at the card now because Alan's just left. Uh, let me load the card back up. Ooh, big, uh, it's like the Mecca kick, but a flying, spinning heel kick there by Rusev to John Cena. Interesting note with this match, too, was the old-fashioned tapping of the four-corner post to actually get the win, uh, which takes back to some old strap matches there from the WCW time period. Uh, I think it is when Cena touches the pad, it goes green, and when Rusev touches the corner pad, it goes red. So the first person to actually touch all four, all four corner pads wins the match. So there is no pinfall or submission. 
or disqualification in this Russian chain match that we're getting here tonight at Extreme Rules. So also on day one, we had the Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins matchup. What was your view on that one, our KO against Seth? Um, that was, um, <clears throat> sorry, a little bit out of breath. Good match. Uh, <laughs> it turned, uh, Seth just likes to talk and talk and just talk down to, um, Kevin Owens as much as he can. But after getting sort of the bullshit ending with the bell on the face, Kevin Owens was like, nah, I really want to go now. Let's go for it. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> ended up jumping off the, uh, the strut, the performance center right into the table. That was an amazing spot. And then we learned on Twitter he was actually meant to – there was a pirate ship yeah. that he was allegedly meant to um, jump off. And I checked out the uh, Jim Cornette drive-thru recently. It was the first mm-hmm. time I've actually checked out a Jim Cornette show. It's something that Alan has recommended to me into the, in the past. And I thought, yes. you know what, I'll just check it out. And I noticed that there's two shows. There's the – was it Jim Cornette Experience? And yes. then there's the drive-thru. Yes. And I thought, okay, well, there's an episode here where he reviews WrestleMania. And I know with the whole Boneyard matchup that we'll talk about in a little bit, and also the uh, Firefly Funhouse, that people were, were, you know, tagging Jim Cornette on Twitter saying, what's his view on this? What's his view yes. on that? So I thought I'll check it out. And he was heavily against the KO-Seth match. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you actually know a lot of the history that uh, Cornette doesn't get along with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, he thought that the ideas that they had, as in the latter wars that were saw Ring of Honor, were very brutal on both men. Yes. He didn't want to see that stuff. He also was, he criticised Owens for doing that spot by jumping off the WrestleMania sign. And he said, I guarantee that he would have gone to management and said, let me jump off something. Let me do this. And he said, that shows that he has no safety for himself yep. and no safety for his opponent from jumping from that height Yes. All force on top of somebody. Um, I think it was a good matchup. I didn't see mm-hmm. the DQ. I think I must have left the room for a second. The next thing I know, my son says, oh, yeah, there's a DQ. And I'm like, what? Oh, it's a no it, DQ match now. I'm like, when did that happen? It was very quick because it happened like that, bang. And then, he, you know, he took the um, yeah, the bell shot to the face. And then basically it was, yeah. And then and he cut a promo. Like, did you like the uh, post-treatment of adding the bell noise to it? Yeah, it took me back to playing No Mercy. After you hit, uh, when you hit someone in the head with the bell when you go under the ring and you yep. actually bring up the ring bell and you hear the ding noise that was fun that was some good shit now I was just explaining because you didn't see this earlier when you first ducked out that yeah. this match the rules are there's no pinfalls yes there's no submissions yes there's no disqualifications yes you only can win this match by touching all four corner posts just like the old school uh, was it, um, strap matches yeah. They've been back in the day, like you had the one against, I think it was Savio Vega and yep. Bradshaw Layfield. That's right. Uh, yeah, when he was, back uh, in the day. What, was, he, was his name Blackjack. back then? Blackjack, Blackjack yeah. yeah. Blackjack Bradshaw. Yeah. Uh, if recess taps the corner, it goes red. Yes. If Cena touches it, it goes green. Yes. Well, well I understand. Like Hello. Yes, I am, he is part of Vladimir Putin. Oh, it's like, oh what is. I actually don't get why she went up there though. Like, what made her stand up on the on the uh, the the ropes, to get a, but... to get to get a pop or something? Uh, look that, at me brought, that brought us to Goldberg Strowman. Wow, 
No. Did two, not. Two minutes, ten seconds. Uh, just a lot of spears and a lot of selling from, uh, uh, what's his name, Braun Strowman, and then you could just sort of tell that um, Goldberg had enough. Yep. He was just like, I'm done. Thank you very much. And it took the three. And Strowman winning, I'm not even mad. I'm not even angry yep. at it. Was very. Ha- I remember. I think I wrote to you when we, when we messaged each other. I'm like, you know what? Cool. Good to see him win a title, and it's good yeah, to see him win finally a world championship. I'm coming from the view that I was under the impression yes. that Reigns versus Goldberg, Reigns was going to go over. That yes. was the plan. That yes. Goldberg was coming in for a short-term contract. Yes. That includes a payday that ends at WrestleMania with Roman yep. getting clean. The fact that Roman didn't show up, I thought, okay, Goldberg will probably re-sign. Yes. And they'll do this at a future event. Maybe they'll bill it for some Yes. Because the, right. ho- yeah. the hope is by August this year, the COVID-19 should be really on the down low. Yes. Which means fans can come back and SummerSlam will be almost what WrestleMania should have been. Mega crowd, big arena, do, the, do a match like Goldberg Reigns, that should have happened. The fact that Reigns pulled out, we did discuss on our last show that, you know, again, with his leukemia and his COVID-19, it would be best for him not to participate and risk his own health. That's right. With that being said, I had Goldberg going clean over Strowman. I thought Goldberg would be, you know, it would still be less than three minutes, a hard-hitting match, but Goldberg would go over to set up Reigns-Goldberg. I jumped out of my chair. Literally, I reckon my head hit the roof when I jumped yep. out of my chair. Both me and my son just looked at each other and were like, we both jumped up and we were like, what? What? How did it? Okay. What? It was four good. Running, four running power slams and the one, two, three. It was fantastic. It was really, really good. And it was happy to see him finally win a, you know, because was it about two? No, more than that. Maybe a month ago he lost the IC title. Yeah. And to Sami Zayn. And yeah, bang. I think for Strowman so too, that's at least his fourth time trying to win the Universal Championship. Yes. Um, he was unsuccessful against. He's been unsuccessful against Brock. Yes. Which was at No Mercy. He was unsuccessful at Crown Jewel, also against Brock. That we've covered. He was unsuccessful against Roman in Hell in the Cell. So he's had all these opportunities. Unsuccessful against Seth for the belt too. Yes. So to actually finally win it, I kind of feel it was like, uh, what would you say? It wasn't meant to be him so it's like no. it feels a bit tarnished for me because it wasn't it does. meant to be him yeah also that you know you wanted that big crowd feel yes everyone was screaming his name when he got the win um so for it not to happen i was like wow okay i honestly thought that if they were going to put drew over you would do goldberg wins goldberg roman summer slam in august yep that's right and that brings us to the main event of night one, which was our 19-minute match. This was the inaugural Boneyard match, where we had The Undertaker taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles elf. Now, this was purely Hollywood gaga, and I loved every effing moment of this match. I've watched it, twi- I've watched it three times now. Once I watched it at WrestleMania, when we were watching it live together, you know, everyone else and around the world were watching that. Then I watched it again by myself later on um, at another time. Then I watched it the other night with my partner. 
And I said to her, I said, she doesn't watch wrestling as much as she should. She does love the Dark Side of the Ring series. That's the one yeah. show she'll actually watch. And if there's an interesting documentary on the, on the WWE Network, we'll, uh, I'll put it on and say, hey, come and watch this with me. Now, uh, I loved it. And she watched it and she shit-canned a lot of it. I think she, because <laughs> she looked at it really bad acting. It was just, uh, you know, she would re- sort of criticize on some of the shit they were doing. And I mean, on the other hand, I looked at it and it's just pure, real, like really, it was like watching a B grade or a C grade movie. Oh, John Cena wins. See you later, mate. That was your horn. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <clears throat> he kisses the United States on his hand and John Cena has won the match. Um, so I liked it. I liked the, the gaga of it, the craziness, the, um, the druids coming out with Gallows and Anderson and trying to beat up on the Undertaker and then they suddenly disappear. But side note, you didn't think that was weird though, that they turned on him? Like, why, oh, the would druids. The, why, why would the druids do that? I, I, I have a theory on this. I was going to talk to you about this because he reverted back to the American badass. Oh, if okay. They don't see him. They just see him as a mortal. They don't yeah. see him as the quote-unquote dead man. Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. That, that was, and it, it, what you're sitting there and you're watching it and think, my God, you're just thinking of Vince McMahon doing the power chug in Beyond the Mat, which we've covered, guys, too, of him going, we make movies. God damn it. And you think, yeah. They do make movies. Everything you see on there, WWE is like Hollywood uh, for rednecks. It's and what I love too is that my I felt like I was a little kid again when AJ first came out of the coffin and yep. you, hear, you hear the motorbike. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, dude, we're back. We're back in 2000 and, you know, 2000 when he returned. Yep. Yes, 20 years ago. 2000. Uh, we're, at the, we're back to him, you know. What is it? Uh, the Big Evil. You know, we're at the, uh, you know, the American Badass. I'm like, I've gone back, what, 19, 18 years from now. Before I was even a dad, I was this young fellow watching wrestling. Yeah. It was 20 years ago, dude. Yeah. We were watching and, this. Um, uh... I loved it. I think it was a really good match. I didn't call it. I thought AJ would get the win. I thought they would actually finish Taker's career and end yeah. it. Um, I do love the the, uh, the shit talking oh. to AJ. Come oh, on, boy. And oh, you boy. and I were going back and forth in our WhatsApp chat of me quoting times that Taker would do that. Yes. And it, it led us to the David Flair beatdown on the road to WrestleMania 18 that we actually covered. Because yes. it was one of our very first companions, uh, yes. for our wrestling companions, where Flair took on Taker. And it was David Flair just getting bashed up at the old performance center. Yes. And talking trash. And that's the Taker that we kind of saw a little bit of in that match against AJ Styles. And, uh, yeah. I, I love doing this. Let's say my wife's name again. Go on, say it again, AJ. He goes, please, please don't do this. <laughs> oh, AJ punching the Undertaker in the face. And I loved it. You could hear the Hollywood sounds of skin on, or like hand on, yep. and face to hand. But you hear the slaps. And it's like, oh, that's Hollywood shit, dude. That's but so even, good. Even, even the hug. All right, then. Come on. Okay, come on. You think I was going to bury you? I ain't going to bury you. You're fine. <laughs> he said, you done well. He said, I've, hit, I've fought a lot of people back in the day, but you did well, AJ. Then turns around, so boots good. him in the face. And then, but I think the craziness of it, which has made, it made me laugh and it also got me excited is when he got, Undertaker got beat up and he got pushed into the, he got hit with the shovel and yep. he fell into the grave. Yeah. And AJ's like, yeah, I'm going to bury him now. And he goes to do it. And then the bright light, and now 
there he is there, Undertaker. I'm like, hang on. Well, hang on. How did you do that? I thought, it's magic. And my partner goes, how'd that work? I said, he's the Undertaker. He's magic. I said, don't worry. There's going to be a great spot coming up after he's chasing AJ. And then later on, you know, he got out and he followed him up to the up the yeah. ladder and the Undertaker raised his hands. Fire. I thought Kane was going to come out. I thought Kane was there. Well, Kane people and... were saying that. Like when he was getting actually a triple team, that's like, where's Kane? Bring Kane out there. Mm-hmm. But never happened. So. Nah. Uh, so yeah, that um, I love that. That was a lot of fun. It was very much it. It was trash TV, and I love trash TV, and it made me feel good. What was your feeling on the actual ending with Taker going, AJ going in, Taker pulling off the sheet, showing the AJ uh, death time, and then the hand coming in? Magic. Undertaker's magic. And that I awesome like drive away shot. And Metallica playing logo appearing on the side. And Metallica playing at the beginning when he was cut, when he came out, and when he left. And the, and the little symbol at the end, it was like watching a you know a Sons of Anarchy episode for back in the day, and it was great. I really really enjoyed it. And, and, and they ended thing, on a really um, good note. Yeah, one thing you and I were talking about is that it felt very uh, Lucha Underground. Yes. And uh, it was a total deletion. With the, mm. like the Never Realm in TNA that we see today, that's still going now with Jim Mitchell. He just got killed recently on Impact. I love what they do. They, they do. Oh, well, Naomi. Before she even the the, uh, the glow before she went. What's your full... time clock as well? Sorry, um, I'm at one thirty-two fifty. Yeah, mine just for some reason cut out before. I don't know. Oh, why. okay. One thirty-two is it? 130, no, I've just got 133 now. Yeah. Never noticed that Naomi's got a bootay on her. Oh, yes. That is a nice donk. Now, do you know what she was doing prior to this time period, Naomi's character? Uh, wasn't she with the Usos? No, so before that time, she was a Funkadactyl. You saw Funky, okay. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, she's got, oh. What's going on here? She so she was, a, she, she was a Funkledactyl with, uh, who was it, Brodus Clay yeah. when he was doing that gimmick, and uh, it was a Sweet yep. Tea or something, which was uh, Albert. Yeah. So what she ended up doing, oh she, my actually God. Turned, she turned heel here. This was Naomi's heel turn. Yeah, yeah. Now, what doesn't make sense for me, we've covered most of this year, haven't we, the first couple of events. Yeah, yeah. Nikki and Brie Bella have been the heels, correct? Correct. Throughout this whole year. Going, were, they, into, going into this match, we have heel versus heel. All right? Then why do I care about this match then? Yeah. I don't this care is, about the. This I is don't two want that. heels. But you watch throughout this match, for some reason, they try and turn you for Nikki Bella, but then there's a part of this match that a heel move happens to help it, with the fans still cheering it. That's So you would think by having, uh, what is it, Brie outside the ring, that's already a heelish thing because she can interfere whenever she wants to. Well, that's but a, that's a that's, heel in no, in Naomi. So who's... What's that's going bu- on here? That's bullshit, gimmick, uh, bullshit booking right there. Why don't you make it the triple threat? Why is it well, I don't Paige know what Paige this? was doing. I don't know what she was doing. Because no. we did because we lost AJ, didn't we? AJ Styles is now gone now. AJ Lee. AJ, left, yeah, AJ um, Lee, sorry. The yeah. full week after the final, <laughs> the last row after SummerSlam. After that's right. WrestleMania. All right, are we still talking Mania? And then we're doing night two? Night or two, yeah. watch this match? No, well, this one only goes for a couple of minutes, but we can do the part two. So, Liv okay. Morgan, Natalia, singles match. Did you watch that one? I did. 
I did. I didn't watch that. Um, yeah, it was all right. We kicked off the official night with the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley SmackDown honor for the NXT Women's Title. Twenty minutes thirty seconds. Ill. Yep, I had to turn the TV down on that one. As did every person in the world. Every yep. yep. That was a fantastic match. Yeah. Our great, girl, open, great opener. Great opener. Our girl uh, Ripley is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I hope she's going to go far. I, and I really do because she's a fantastic um, wrestler, and I hope she does really well. But my girl Charlotte, I was very happy with Charlotte winning that one. My view: uh, Did Charlotte need it? Yep. Do you reckon? Yep. She Charlotte to, 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 to get to get the trifecta yep. to become Raw Smith in NXT. Yep, I can see oh, it. I was my one, view. Uh, yeah, my view. She did need to win. I she always has, think she's done everything. She's done it already. So I'll do it again. Because a flair always needs a gold. She always needs gold, and yeah. you know. And then at this time, we've got Bailey, and they've strapped the rocket to her. So they've said pretty much like, "Yep, she's going to keep her title." And they've done the same thing with Becky. So that's what the best thing about the NXT is that that's perfectly fine. Give her flair always must have gold. That even goes back with Rick back in the day. That's why he's a 20-time champion. I also think, too, a lot of it is trying to bring more people to watch NXT. Again, AEW is doing some great things on Wednesday nights against NXT. Finn being there, Finn kind of going over to the UK brand to do stuff with Walter. We need someone of a main event caliber to be on the American-based NXT, and that's where I think Charlotte's good there. Yep. Um, I just I think it was a bit quick for Rhea to lose it after only winning it a couple of months earlier. Okay. Um, well, she she'll be back in it. Yeah, I loved it, and she'll probably be back. I mean, uh, who who won the ladder match on E-S-R-E. NXT? E-S-R-E. Yeah, that should be good. That should be a yeah. good match between Charlotte. Well, that's a good clash of styles between the the Japanese strong style and the American style that we see in pro wrestling today with Charlotte. That'll be a good matchup. Be like watching Flair back in the and Rick Flair back in the day taking on many of the like the matches he had against the Great Muda or um, any of the other uh, you know um, Asian wrestlers that he took on. It was that Tatsuya Fujiyama and stuff. There we go, right there, right there. Um, Okay, next matchup uh, was Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley. Didn't really watch most of it. I think I caught the ending. Um, I, I'm happy. Yeah, Alistair Black won. Any, I, I don't really dig on Bobby. Bobby Lashley wearing pants. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. Looking like a jacked up Scorpio style. Yeah, you said that. We all went quiet. But Joey Ryan posted it too. Yeah, it's perfectly fine when Joey Ryan says it, but when you say it's... But he it's, did though. He had the same colour scheme in the pants. Yeah. Yep, okay. Because they all look the same, right? Oh, shut up. Here we go. Yeah, dude. Call the uh, my, my two takeaways is continuing to push Alex to, um, Alistair Black, and the second was to break up Rhea and Lashley. Is the only two things I took away from that. Yeah. I've got no time for Lana. I mean, I... I so, here we go. Just really quickly here. Yeah. So, Nikki got chopped out the ring. Bree's right. trying to check on her. Naomi's then kicked Bree, right? So, she's right. on the side there. So right. that's, again, all heels. They're all heels in this matchup. Oh, jeez, what kick. With their gloves yeah, and shoes. Yeah. So there's a spot towards the end here now that Bree will actually respond back with her own kick. But she's trying to get the fans to start cheering for Nikki 
already throughout the most of this year that were bad. Yeah, I just don't get why why it's either asking for fans to cheer. I don't get it. It just seems like oh wow, you're, you're a heel in this matchup. The way um, you've been acting, the way you've been portraying your character too. No, it what? does not make a lick of sense, not whatsoever. The name of that finisher there, you know what it's called? The Alabama Slammer. She, I think she calls it the Rack Attack as well. She has a modified Rack version. Attack. Right. Yeah, it's okay. a modified version. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, your view on the Otis versus Ziggler? Uh, that should have been on the pre-show, but I am happy to see the big boy Otis win. Just that, um, was, that was probably my least favorite match of the whole card. Okay. Yeah, no, because you didn't give a shit about Otis winning. <clears throat> I, don't like, I, just, I just don't like his character. I love it. I love that he he got the girl at the end. The yeah. fat boy, the fat boy got the got one. It was the Macho Man Miss Elizabeth of this time period. Yes. Sorry, I've got an interruption. My son is here. No worries. You're up. Hello. What can I do for you, young man? Yes, I'm watching wrestling. I'm watching the lady wrestling. Where's your mum? Who's that guy? Is that Uncle Tom? Yeah. Hi, Tom. Oh, hey, buddy. All right. Go find mum. Love you. Love you. All right. See you, champ. So our longest match on the card, 36-35, Edge, Randy Orton, our last man standing. Uh, I went in and out of this match several times. I uh, I was quite busy as I was watching it. Um, but... um. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I need to go back and watch that match specifically. I think I do. I need to find some, a moment and I'll go back and watch it. Um, I thought Orton was going to win it. Yeah. But, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, clearly he didn't. Uh, Edge getting quite emotional uh, during this match too. Um, yeah. And then there was, are we going to talk about the spot? Here's the key. Just watch this first yeah. here. This is the okay. end of here. And then look, remember, she's, she's a face, right? Yeah. The Bellas are meant to be faces now. Yeah. Watch Brie. Yeah. And kicks her. So it's like, hold on. So you're a, so then now it's two on one. Now she posts it up. There's the rack attack, attack here. Yep. So it's like, okay, what? Wait a minute, huh? Okay, so you've just stolen the win thanks to your sister, but you're a face though. Sister, sister. I think uh, I think what you're alluding to there was the just the waiting bit with the chain around the neck. Yep. The choking scene. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you haven't seen it, guys, there was a scene within the gym part of the Orton and Edge match where Randy tied up Edge around the neck and kind of semi-hung him from the weight machine, and people had caused a bit of an upset roar where the Benoit docker only released only a few weeks ago on uh, the... It was only a week. Yeah, two weeks ago. And again, that match was already taped too, so that would have been taped the same week, most likely, that that actually came out. Uh, so that kind of made a lot of people a little bit uncomfortable. I didn't actually watch the whole thing. I watched it more. You keep talking. Parts. I'll be back. I only watched it in bits. Uh, so I was kind of in and out of the house. And I think for me, the takeaway is that the feud does look like it's finished. I actually thought we were going to continue it. So Money in the Bank is coming up in a couple of weeks. And I thought maybe the feud would continue there and do Edge Orton again. Uh, but it seems to be that that's the end of the feud, and we won't be getting that again. Funny Central over here tonight, guys. Sorry, I've, like, I feel like I've jumped out several times on this one. Apologies. Oh, we got the, the big Rusev boy yelling at his Lani Lani. 
Did you see that that fan with the sign just really quickly back there? Well, I saw the kid trying to get, trying to get a kiss on. Um... He had a sign saying, "Can I please? Can I have a kiss, uh, Nikki?" Yeah. And so they've gone. Yeah, come on then. And he's leant through and got a kiss by it. So yeah, he looked like a thirty, like a forty-three-year-old pervert, <laughs> even though he looked like a fourteen-year-old. Oh. So, so Rusev is Rusev is demanding that Lana go and fix this situation. Go and fix this. What happened in the ending? So she's oh, going gee. to the authority. So this is to kind of continue the feud for one more month going into payback, which is what we get next month, guys. What did she do in the be... room, hey? <laughs> she just has a talk. She has a talk. Yeah. With her mouth. Dana. To Stephanie and Triple H. Oh, man, that's hot. Yep. Move on. Ma- match six. The Street Profits take on Angel Gaza and Austin Theory for the Raw Tag Team titles. I thought those guys were going to win. I didn't think the Street Profits were going to win this one. Um, but, okay. It's good. Okay. Yeah, I was happy with that. Yeah. So this is our co-main event, guys. We have the Roman Reigns versus Big Show Last Man Standing match taking place, guys. Yes. Uh, my view, yeah, I think the, I didn't watch the match. I think I just saw the ending. Yeah. My takeaway, though, was the debut of Bianca Belair on Raw, which was her mainstream uh, push. Uh, so I was surprised that because that means that you've kind I of totally got forgot Charlotte on NXT, but now Bianca's on Raw. So they're switching totally. kind of it all up. Totally forgot that Bianca Belair rocked up at the end of that and saved her man. It was awesome. That's that's my only takeaway from that match was you knowing that she debuted. Yep. Um, next up was the Fatal Five Way for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Originally, Dana Brooke was in this match, making it a six way, but she pulled out another couple for being unwell. Yes. Good matchup. Uh, I think Tamina was first to go. Then we had, I think it was Naomi. That was long. That was a long match. Long for match. A... It was nine, 19 minutes 20. It went yeah. for. Yeah. Uh, Lacey Evans was going to win it. Then Sasha was eliminated. But then Sasha never left the ringside area. That's right. And it was due to her outside interference helping Bailey get the win. It does look yep. like they are planting the seed for a Sasha versus Bailey feud finally because it's something that people have been wanting to see. And even something on this show that we have talked about, but it was kind of role reversed where Bailey was the face. Uh, Banks was the heel, but yes. they're kind of both heels. So that we're looking like this might flip Sasha back to being a face. I think SummerSlam will get this matchup between the two, and they'll push Bailey as champion until then. Yep. Um, but good matchup. Yeah. That brought us to our uh, co-main event, which was the Firefly Funhouse match, where we had the Fiend taking on Johnson. Thirteen minutes, L. What did we just see? Yep. Thank you, Tyson. Uh, you did say that. What did we? Uh, I don't know what we just see. That was amazing. I really enjoyed it. Now, going back, this is the other match that um, I watched with my partner, and I wanted to get her um, take on it. And she liked this match better than the um, uh, Boneyard match. Is that because Cena was lifting weights and flexing? Or? No, she's not into that. She's more. In, she's into her own Otis boy, which I oh, am. Yeah. She's in, that's her cup of tea. Not a, a big muscle-bound man who rub your face in the sand. Um, I liked it. It was a lot of references, a lot of interesting stuff. It was a trip. It was a real. It was a real mind f. If if you didn't really know, if you went to and showed this to a wrestling non-wrestling fan and go, "What do you think about this? What do you, let's watch this together." In the thirteen minutes, you've got to sit there with this person. And they've got to go, "What? The, what's going on?" It's, uh, if you know wrestling and if you follow Bray's story from 
WrestleMania, it was WrestleMania 30 that you and I have covered and six years ago. And if you do understand what happened to Bray during that time, his life in wrestling went down the shitter because he didn't win. He didn't have anything going for him at the time. I mean, he had a lot of high-profile matches. That was definitely against John Cena at WrestleMania. But vroom, it's very, very true. Um, it was like watching a tripped-up Shakespearean play. Um, the Vince McMahon, sorry, the uh, Mr. McBoss man. That was incredible. I like because all I was thinking is that's Bruce Pritchard in the suit, yeah. uh, just pointing at him with the horns on his head too. Um, the references of going back and Saturday night's main event of Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Seeing the guy back in time and actually oh, his first appearance on SmackDown against Kurt Angle and Bray Wyatt pretty much emulating everything that Kurt Angle said during that time. And who's got the ruthless aggression? Um, what, do, what was after that? I think uh, the NWO. Yeah, well, they had the Cena doing the thugonomics gimmick. So Thank when you. He changed his say, character, yes. Yeah. Yep, and when he first he did a battle rap against Bray in the ring for a little bit. And that's I love when that line that Bray says, you can look, but you can't touch. You can look, He's, but you can't touch. Thank you for singing the song, El. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as he sips his whiskey. Uh, mm -hmm. You can look, but you can't touch. And then they have a look at me, Dale, hey? There's no security <laughs> coming down with that guy. Come on. Yeah. Is that guy um, security? Yeah, there was the NWO, which was pretty cool, with Cena coming out with the NWO hat, T, and the WCW World Heavyweight title. The Spray interesting pain. thing that I took back from that whole Firehouse Funhouse with, with all the footage of using old school stuff, wrestling fans who, say, got into wrestling in, like, the 2010 would have no idea who the NWO was. Not a were. flipping idea. Like, we grew up watching the NWO versus Sting in WCW. Then the, the WWE incarnation that we saw in 2002, which is pretty short-lived, that. Uh, that had, what, Booker T, Big Show, and even Shawn Michaels lead the group. Yep. Anyone after that time period that got into wrestling, so four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, would have no idea who the NWO are. That's right. So seeing Cena do it, for us, going, that's cool. That looks cool, Cena doing it. But a lot of fans wouldn't know who that was, yeah. what that gimmick, what that storyline was, even a thugonomics gimmick. My son, when Cena did that gimmick at WrestleMania a few years ago, coming out to the ring with the chain on his neck, he had no idea what Cena was doing. That's right. Because he only knew Super Cena. Yeah. You know, the suit, the five moves of doom. But even Cena was cool back then when he was even doing the, what, the 05, 06 year, when he was at the ECW one-night stand. That was mm -hmm. not Super Cena. That was still kind of the transition between Thugonomics and Super, but somewhere in the middle. Um. I, I don't think I even saw the ending. So I kind of don't know what even happened at the end. I didn't the, see a pin. I didn't know, but it goes down in the record books as a defeat. I just didn't see what happened. Santa goes for the chair shot. Yeah. Misses, and then starts taking down. And go, I, I love that the video package pretty much showed of all the times that Cena was betrayed by the fans. And yep. there's quick bits of, if Cena wins, we riot from the ECW show. There's when CM Punk won the championship at Money in the Bank, and then jumped the rail and then ran off. Yeah. Every AJ Styles was also there with the with, um, the club, going Cena sucks. It was pretty much showing right at that moment that all the anger that was towards Cena had taken over him. He embraced the hate. 
that was basically going back to what Kane wanted him to do back in the day. Now, Bray had finally done it. Bray had finally broken Cena. So when he actually woke up and realized what was going on, out came the Fiend. Fiend put the uh, mandible claw on him, pinned him, actually held his helm down, and then Bray came out with a count. One, two, three. Ah, uh, okay. Because I, I must have just missed that. I didn't see and, the ending. And Cena disappeared. Cena is gone. And so every now, I don't know if you guys do follow Cena on Instagram, there is more and more posts of him putting up a post every day now. But okay. it's not of but it's not of John Cena. It's of um the Fiend. Uh, or it's okay. Husky Harris. Yeah, or yeah. it's all Bray. Bray has hacked into Cena's Instagram and it's still going. But then if you watched um SmackDown this morning, or you know, as down here is for us, um they're moving on with it now. It looks like that sort of st- I don't know if seen is coming back or not. It's kind of hard. You don't really know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't think but now, he will. I don't. And think then he Bray, will. but then also Bray is going to be taking on Strowman for the championship. Okay, that's that, that's, that's what so happened on SmackDown. That's why SmackDown ended. Okay, because I haven't watched SmackDown today. I didn't even see okay. it today. Well, sorry um, to spoil it for you, but he pretty much said, "You can bring it on, Ray. I'll always let him in." It was like, oh boy, because he did say to me, "They've never done those two before." That's right. Yeah, he attacked they were both, him. You know, white family members, but they have teased it, but they've never well, done it before. He did say, Bray did say something to him. He says, I brought you into this world, and I will take you out. Oh, wow. Well, okay, I'm checking yeah. it out. After we've done here, I'm watching SmackDown. You week. should. Yeah, just, uh, I think I think that was the last segment, but I did see it on Twitter, because, again, I don't watch WWE programming as much as I should. And he, oh, that... Did you oh, see okay. the, the awkwardness of Big Show with the table before? Yep, right there. I'm watching it right now. Do you know just what was happening? What were you saying? No. He was like, so the crowd. He, he doesn't want to use the table. He wants to prove that he can beat Roman without having to use a table. So okay. he, he awkwardly tried to put it back under the ring, which wouldn't go under, and yep. then just stuffed it, and then he decided to smash the table with his bare hands just then. Twice. It took him, so it took he's him trying, two So he's trying to prove that he doesn't need weapons to beat him. Yeah, just throwing them around. Use your brute strength, sir. Now, that brings us to our final match. And this is kind of an awkward spot. I felt this was in an awkward position on the card. Again, coming off the funhouse. This could have, that should have been the co-main event. We got ourselves the Drew McIntyre Brock Lesnar WWE Championship match, which for a total of four minutes and thirty-five seconds, and we have ourselves a new WWE champion and our first Scottish-born WWE champion with Drew McIntyre. Al, your views on that? Uh, I was finished with Mania by then. Uh, after the Fire Fun Fun House, I really was like, well, I, I don't really want to watch anymore because that was just the icing on the cake. That was a thing of beauty. But I am happy to see Drew win the championship. One of the two, uh, so one of the, so we've had Jinder Mahal, world champion. We've had Drew McIntyre, world champion. Heath Slater, get off your backside and do something, boy, and become world champion. And the three-man band, will be known as the three-man world championships champions world champions but i don't think anytime soon that he's doing that i actually forgot that that match was even happening mm. like after the funhouse finished i'm like when they showed the disclaimer in the show and the match I'm like, oh that's right that's still that match still hasn't happened yet in my household that was like lunchtime i was like run i had to leave and i'm like oh just tell oh, there's one more match left and i'll watch this it'll be over in about five minutes 
but I didn't want to think like that. But the night made me feel like that. Like I would have liked to sit there and really concentrate. It was the positioning too. A lot of people reckon that because the show was pre-taped, there's no, uh, there was no information saying that they were taped in that order. Uh-huh. So they could have decided to do that match first of the night and yeah. ended it post-treatment. A lot of people were saying that it should have gone for longer. They reckon that maybe some time could have been taken off some earlier matches to make that match look longer or go for longer. Yep. But again, that might have been taped first. That might have been the very first thing they taped that whole night was just that yep. match. I think you got what you were going to get. You were going to get a couple of smash mouth moves by both guys. The ending would have been a claymore. I actually told you that I thought Brock was going to go clean. Same. I thought Brock would actually win the match and both world champions, i.e. Goldberg and Brock, would keep their belts going in. Yes. Um, but, you know, it was good. Good. Uh, I enjoyed that show. Let's compare the two. Day one, day two. Um, I enjoyed day one purely because it ended with the... Um, it ended the on a good note with, uh, what's his name, um, with Undertaker winning yep. and driving away to the sunset, well, in, in the dark. That was a nice way to finish the night. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, the Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar match should have gone on second. Leave the fun house and ended on that one. And it's strange that when the, the WWE Twitter account was posting up both on day one and day two. What was your match of the night? The top voted thing for both nights was those pre-takes. Yes. The Funhouse and the Boneyard surpassed any other physical matchup on the entire card. Yeah. So everything that was live was in like 20%, at least, you know, 70% of the fan vote. This is like 50,000 people voting in these polls love those matches over the other one, mm-hmm. which seems like it's a success. Will a Boneyard match become a taker matchup going forward to keep that character going? I think it would be cool to do it. I think WWE have reached a market now where they know fans like this. Don't do, it. Doing it. Don't, know, do it Don't do it all the time. Don't do it all the time. Just have fun with it. Do it as a sometimes thing. Uh, it doesn't need to be like done like to death. Like, with all these pay-per-views now, like, Extreme Rules, you know, it have an Extreme Rules match, and now it has a pay-per-view named after it. TLC, Taylor Rules, Labors and Chairs. Yeah, it's just... Hell in the cell, money in the bank. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just, it's fun to have them. Put them on SmackDown. They're great shows like that, you know, just doing this sort of great little... Give them, because, again, WWE is all about acting, and that's what they are. They're all trained actors and athletes. They go, that's the one thing, they go to wrestling school, and they also go to acting school. That's the one thing you know about WWE Pro Wrestling. Um, but yeah, other than that, I really enjoyed yeah. uh, Night One, and I ha- I was very happy with the uh, with Charlotte winning, and also the um, Five Fun uh, Funhouse. So, are they your two favorite matches? Favorite from all up? I'll give three: the Boneyard, yeah. Charlotte Flair, and Ridley. But I had to turn the TV down. I like to listen to that with my headphones on on opening night. I love wrestling. I love wrestling and ladies. What's that? And, I'm wait, just... it, no, you want me to turn it down? You, you can hear the headphones, can you? I'll turn it up. 
Well, you should probably tell me what you said on that one too. You, you said an interesting text to me as we were watching that match as well. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll call you. You said, man, these girls are stacked. No. <laughs> and I went, yes, ma'am. I went, yes, ma'am. Yes, they are. So no one dropped through the table there. Let's move on, guys. I'm show. talking about wrestling. I don't want to talk anymore, guys. So, so, in the, so in the end, great show. It doesn't I, even matter. I think it was good that they went ahead with it, a good social distraction for what we're seeing in the world. Like we are. For those of you who check out the UFC, that's all went belly up this last week. They had a plan to do a really big pay-per-view event. I think it was UFC event. 249. That was cancelled. ESPN pulled the plug. Yep. Dana White has Fight Island. It's set out. He's got it ready. And they're going to be doing that in a couple of weeks. They also have so, knife fights there too. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know. It's just me doing a knife fight. Uh, it's me doing a knife fight. Were you asking for a time check? Is that what you're saying? Sure. Go for it. What's Big Show doing? We're at I think I'm... Uh, yep. What? Where are you? What, what's that? Where are you He's laughing. That's the spot there. The Roman is laughing at um, Big Show, screaming out loud because he, he, I think he ruptured a testicle. Oh, on the top, top right. That became a meme. Ah, for Big Show. Yeah. yeah. Where, are, where are you? I think you're ahead of me then. Where are you? Give me a thing so I can go back and watch with you. Uh, well, if you've already seen that Big Show spot, I'm not even close to that. You're, well, you must be minutes ahead of me. Well, tell me what you're on so we can go back. I'm at 159.40. Fuck's sake. Sorry for swearing, guys. But then you're ahead. Why would you go backwards for? Because we can watch the same thing at the same time, brother. But where are tell you me again? to move up to you. No, where are you now? I'm at 159.54. 54. This is, the big, this is the big show spot here. This was All right, the guys, we're going to do the spot again. Oh, my God. Who the hell am I working with, guys? Have another drink. Yeah, it's, here we go. It's the yell. The, the awkward yell. <laughs> and there's Roman laughing at him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's pretty funny, man. Yeah, it's pretty funny. All right. Jeez, you're smashing stuff there, mate. Yeah, I'm drinking. I'm podcasting. I'm in quarantine, mate. Drinking and podcasting. That's what life's all about. It's called Time Out, Al. Time out. Rogue Energy is full of vitamins, antioxidants, and amino acids. It's a specially designed formula engineered to increase your energy, alertness, focus, mental clarity, and endurance while reducing fatigue and mental fog. It's not magic that makes Rogue Energy so great, it's the science. Every ingredient is made from our formula with intensive scientific peer-reviewed research backed in its effectiveness for its given function. Not only that, but it's also sugar-free, gluten-free, and paleo-friendly, so it's an incredibly healthy option. In every tub of Rogue Energy, there are 30 servings. That means each serving of Rogue Energy is only $1. Compare that to the alternatives, which will run you at least $3 each, and you can see that Rogue is actually a third of the total cost. And today, guys, we are offering you a discount of 10% on all Rogue Energy products if you use the promotional code 2702 on RogueEnergy.com. That, again, is 2702, and enjoy a 10% discount on the broadcast. Here we go, the referee with the count. Roman super punch time. 
You have to seven the referee. Here we go. Punch. The big show will not go down. He, he won't go down, guys. You oh, also think, too, punch. talking about Mania, that the ref, the ref doing the last man said he had a lot of difficulty counting. Oh, yeah. Like, he either was not counting at the right time or was counting way too slow. I think he can't count to 10. That's his problem. Oh, my God. Yep. Choke slam over the top rope through two tables. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I have to go. He has trouble counting to 10, the referee. Okay? Right? You know, it's kind of hard being a referee when you can't count to 10. Because there's a few spots where Orton goes, he says to him, are you going to do it? And he goes, oh, yeah, one. Uh, are you going to pin him? Are you going to pin him now? Oh, I was last man standing. Sorry. And then he says another point. He goes, starts counting, he goes, he goes, don't even start. And then keeps punching on edge. So it's like, okay, you're telling him to count. Now you're telling him not to count. But you just tell Orton look pissed off. Like, dude, what are you, why are you doing here? Why are you here? Go get Charles Robinson. Go get someone else. Is this your first one? This is your first one, isn't it? Yes. Come on. Um, There was also, looking at the Wikipedia of um, WrestleMania 36, there was a match at the end of the night. And that was the... The Big Show takes on Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship, and Drew beat the Big Show. Yeah, and that was on Raw. But why would they put it on Mania? I don't get that. Don't know. I think like, it was supposedly just... he's the first champion to defend the title in 24 hours, and it's like, what? What do you mean? It wasn't even 24 hours. It was like six minutes. Yeah. And it was six minutes later, and now he came. And but you know why? Though. You know why they did it though? No, tell me. To promote Big Show show coming out on Netflix. I thought so. Uh, that's what I mean. It came out that day or the night of it or something like that. Yeah, it, it's an interesting show, I must say. Yeah, have you watched the whole season yet or just a few episodes? No, I watched the entire thing last night. Because I saw a teaser trailer that had Mick Foley in it. Mick Foley, Rikishi, yeah. and Mark Henry. They all really? appear on. They all appear and they <laughs> sing. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, get your headphones get your headphones ready for that, guys. And I don't mean to putting him on, you know. Oh, get up, guys! Oh my God! Nope. So we uh, you know, yeah, you know, everyone sort of goes, "Why don't you go to the Espanol? Why don't you not go to the uh, the Spanish announce table?" You know, big show tonight. So you know what? I don't care. No, I don't what know he's what he's, he's yelling about here. He He's grabs a notepad, notes. but I don't know what it says though. But he yells at King. It looks so, like I don't know. It looks like pictures. Someone looks like someone's been doodling on this note, and then he's like, "You know, why aren't you watching the matches when you should be watching me?" Yeah, he's got your notepad. I saw that funny thing too. Was the Michael Cole on the video package on his phone at WrestleMania? Yes, just like this, and then just jumps up and like, yeah, back to it. Gibbles the script out, starts reading, but it's just on his phone, texting, just scrolling through like that. Even I found that with some of the, like, you would watch some of the commentary from the wrestler, uh, from the wrestling, that's, it's all pre-taped, and it's all... This is all, a silly uh, spot this year, this is silly. Is, what's, what's he doing? Oh, but, he but, doing? Look how, but look how he lands it, though, look. Uh, like, what were you going to do there, Big Show? It's like when you jump in the water. <laughs> it's like an opening, that's like an opening montage to a movie, like, are you ready for the summer? And they, all these kids jumping, it's like an ice cream commercial or the summertime do you like summer have a summer ice cream and it's like wait and he if thought he was, if he was trying to splash him though he jumped way too low he thought he was sting oh he was yeah, he was trying to be the stinger man what's the and, and i love how he's up before roman though yeah <laughs> he went through the table yeah but you know he was jumping for ice cream and he was hungry 
I love how the choke slam from earlier, Roman's up from those two seconds before the 10 count. Yep. And then Big Show no-sells the table here and gets up before the 10 count before Roman did. Like, you yeah. went through a table, Big Show, and you're up before him. 2K, they're all playing 2K15 here, guys. You know, that's what they're going for. You know, when you're playing a wrestling game. Here we go. Roman up. Well, he's, he's beat with his baby blue eyes there. With his baby blue eyes there. Here yeah, look that. at those eyes. Yeah, look at those eyes, boy. Hunky Dory style. See yelling at here. Look out. Now, what, where's Roman? What's this Roman here? Runs around one half of the ring, limping her up. Big tackle coming up. Bam. Oh. Straight through, through the, the guardrail. Nice. Very nice. Yes. Good. Take down the big man. Yes. Good. Thinking about it, we've actually covered quite a number of last man standing matches on our show. We have indeed. We did the infamous Rock Mankind from the Rumble. Ding! And we also did another good one was the uh, Triple H uh, Chris Jericho. Yes. We did that for Fully Loaded 2000. Hang on, was the Mankind Rock match, wasn't that I Quit? Was it I Quit or Last Man Standing? I thought it was I Quit. They did have both of those matches though. Yeah. 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 We haven't covered it, the um, Last Man Standing though, I don't think. That was St. Valentine's Day Massacre, was it? We haven't done that. You should do no, that we one haven't. Yeah, that was That's February. a good one. That was Big Show's debut. Look at look at poor King. He is terrified. There's a big there's a big man who's sweaty. He's trying to hurt me. Chokeslam is chokeslam on top of the announcer. So if Big Show does it, they'll both go through. But now he's going for the Spanish table. That's pretty sturdy, that is. It's incredibly sturdy. That's one of the That's... scariest things was seeing that table break during wrestling spots. Yeah. What was it? Triple H and the pedigree with uh, Angle. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the tackle... Or... Oh, oh. It's not tackle a tackle, it's a spear. from one table spear. to the other. Spear, it's not a tackle. Tackle, mate. It's, it's nice tackle there, mate. Yeah, it was like Kurt Angle getting pedigreed by Triple H, face planting. And there was one there. with, yeah, there was one with Rock and, who was it? Was it Rock and Shane were on top of the table and it all broke through as he's standing on top of it? China did it to Perry Satin. Yeah, the clothesline. Fully, the fully loaded, <laughs> wasn't it? I think it was. Saturn clothesline China. She flipped over the whole thing. That's right. And just yeah. <laughs> then next man, later on, they just put it back together in all different pieces. <laughs> it's like a good Lego piece, you know, you just put it all together. Look at the Spanish announcer in the crowd there. I know, he's just like, oh, I'm going over here. Wait a minute, oh my God. Here. Look at this. Ah, that's a strong man. Big show, lie down. Huh? Yeah, what am I meant to... What? what? <sighs> down it goes. Reigns oh, is wow. going to bury the big show, they say. Yep, there it is. Under the announce table. Have you, have you got the closed caption on tonight? Are you st- oh, you're listening through your headphones. The subtitles are on mine. So yeah. you got the close. That's what I meant, the closed yeah. Jesus Christ. <sighs> yes, now, I do. Now, what's this uh, similar yeah. to, this ending here, Al? With something holding the opponent down to win a last man standing match that we've uh, oh, also talked about. Big, a big load of barrels on, uh, on the cane, thanks to yes. Chris Jericho. That was at Armageddon in 2000 that we covered yes. in December last year, guys, where Kane tipped like 50 barrels that were connected on top of Kane with his hand coming out. And you were very angry about that because you're like, he's up, though. He's like, up. No he's, no, he's pinned down, though. Well, with his hand. No, well, how do we know that? Is there a camera behind the barrel? Is so there a barrel kind of, cam? He's, he's bending. He's kind of, I'm up. Well, sorry, it was not, it's, not a car- it's not barrels. There were drums. Yeah. Because we wanted to put a bit of drum on it. <laughs> but a stunner. Just drum it and... Uh, that's 
so freaking stupid. Like, put the, put the drum on. All right, take the start. <laughs> yeah, let me sell it to you. In that match, guys, we're talking about the six-man Hell in the Cell for the WWE Championship. Rock, Taker, Triple H, Austin, they're all fighting up on the rampway. And there's a scene where Rikishi and Austin are trading rights and lefts. And I said, it would have been interesting if he just put the drum on top of Rikishi and then stunned him. Because they're using How the drum. They're throwing... What? How is Once... he... What? Don't interrupt. What? What's Once that he gets kicked in the stomach, he knows to bend down. And then Austin grabs the drum and then comes up. Yes, ah, uh, takes him yeah, down. Yeah, stun. I've got you as a star. Yeah. Ah, no, mate. Stupid. Yeah. yeah, just a ridiculous action. <laughs> Hang on, so we're at two, we're at two ten, and it, this goes for another forty odd minutes. This is going to a two hour fifty eight. Yeah. So is the uh, authority coming out to the ring? Are they? So there's no authority promo. There is a promo that's cut after this. That what goes for authority. twenty? That goes for twenty minutes to half now. 20 minutes. Uh, no, it probably goes to five. All right. <laughs> That's when I've got a few questions for you during that Okay. Time. Fantastic. Mm, fantastic. So Roman Reigns successfully defeats the Big Show. He overcomes his WrestleMania defeat. He gets back in the win column, guys, on the road to payback. But he was actually featured in the commercial earlier, and I was kind of giving you the tease that he's coming back for the championship that he should have won. At WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, but if you did check out Payback, it was not a one-on-one matchup in the main event. And we'll kind of talk about that at the end of the show where we preview our next month's show, guys, for May. Well, stop. Try not to spoil it too much. I know you can't help yourself. So the main event was... Um... Oh, God. And, <laughs> and this went for uh, 20 minutes. Oh, and, the winner, the and the winner was... Me. Mike the Miz Mizanin. This we make movies, eh? Yeah, in Summer Ray. WWE Ooh. Films. This is Marine 4, I think it is. Yep. And uh, The Miz was the only guy to do the role more than three three times, I think he did it. Yep. Because Dean Ambrose did one, I Moving think, target. as well. Uh, was it didn't, did Randy Orton do one? Randy did number three or two. No. Ted Biasi did number three. Miz did four and five. I keep forgetting that Teddy did one. Yeah. The Teddy Hart did one. Oh. Um, also, Dean Ambrose, I think, did one. And there was one that had Becky Lynch in it. There's Shawn Michaels, I think, as well. That was Lynch. the most recent one that came out last year. Yeah. So what Auden is saying to Kane is, you know, come on, Kane, we have our history. We know how the authority work. Hey, hell, they've even turned on me. You have to make the right decision here going tonight. You know, they're manipulating you. They're using you. So, hey. Make the right decision. Yes, you're going to be out there at ringside tonight in my cage match. But you know what? Don't make the wrong decision. Because, again, you know, you're saying, well, I'll give you an RKO. All right, brother? You hear me, brother? I'll give you one of them, okay? Come over and then go RKO on the face. You understand me? Where's your bag? We're going to take a dump in it. It's interesting that this match is that we still got, what, 40 minutes left. Yes. What is going on? Actually, I don't want to know. I'm happy to wait. But the cage match is 21 minutes. Yeah, I just noticed that then myself. So, yeah. Mm, action. Um, another thing, I when I... We, we did talk about mainly, but just one more last thing. With Jim Cornette, though, he... I wanted to hear his take on the two matches, the Boneyard and the Funhouse, and he hated it. If you haven't yeah, checked it out, he, he absolutely would, yeah. 
hated it. It is not my favorite. Well, WWE have made that decision to become films now. Vince wants to do that. And then when the host says to him, well, we heard that Bruce Pritchard helped do this. He goes, I wouldn't be surprised that Bruce did this stuff. So it doesn't surprise, I'm not surprised by that. I think Bruce would do things like that. Um, but he said, no, that's not wrestling. He said, I'm kind of, I'm off it now. That's it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Ripped up his notes, threw them all away, and then the show yep. continues. Um, he's an interesting cat. Like, he's very knowledgeable. He's very old school. Yep. Um, he also doesn't hold back on the F-bombs. Oh, no. Uh, so That's what makes all it all tough enough, Al. Look. Mm, tough enough action, eh, you guys? Now, I was trying to find out when I was doing some research who kind of is in some of these video packages, and I couldn't identify anybody that I know now who's actually wrestling in any company that I would even know. Uh, I thought that would maybe show some people that maybe would break in and do stuff in you know, ROH or Ring of Honor or you know, NWA, but I just couldn't identify anyone that I knew. All shut off mobile phones here, guys, too. Oh, they are, aren't they? Mm. We're living in the uh, we're living in the future now where you didn't have to send a tape in, you did it on your phone. Well, this was all by email, too. Ah, uh, yes. You had to make a video and then send it to an email address. Now you just put it on, what, Twitter and send it and just tag somebody. Yep, and hopefully no one has any nudes or any shots of your butthole or anything. Right? Right, Tom? What's, yes, correct. Yeah, I wasn't listening to you. What's that? What's we that, Al? Fe- we had a female athlete saying there in a video, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of excess baggage and then yeah, turning around and, and pointing at the booty. So. Yeah, I saw that. I've yeah. got down my uh, screensaver now. <laughs> and save. And, and und click. <laughs> and und play. Now, watch, watch uh, Michael calling King here. King is trying to do a selfie video of him and Colt applying for Tough Enough. Look at the camera angle of King. It's just filming all chin. Yeah, it's just it's <laughs> nothing but soul patch. The drawn-on soul patch of Michael Cole. Look at it. It's not even filming his face. It's just all suit. Look. And you see Cole's like, just get it out of my face. Oh, wait, Al, we have to bow leave. We have to bow leave, Al. Oh, so he's on. No, yeah, that's right, because he left NXT, didn't he? Yep, so he was yep. moved up to the roster. Both Neville and Bo Dallas were moved up. Yes, correct. All right, cool. I've got some questions, Al. I've got some questions during this part here. Go for it. Um, our first question comes from Fail Original at Fail underscore Original. Great follower on our Twitter page. Um, always retweets and shares a lot of our content. Question is hashtag Ask Brocast. Hello. Should Seamus bring back the Kiss My Ass match? <laughs> No, because no, I don't. I, no, I don't need to say pale ass. If I want to see pale ass, I'll get. I'll, I'll have a shower and take a selfie. Do the back so, direction. So you wouldn't recommend having that as a weekly SmackDown promo? Oh, sure. Yeah, every week. It's like seeing this uh, United States title run here. Yeah, sure. Like every match that Sheamus has, someone has to kiss his ass, and then he ends up losing, and then they have to do it, but then he ends up getting his ass out and rubbing it on their face. Sure. Who sent so you that? Who sent you that's, that? That's from Foul Original. At Foul you guys are Foul weird. Original. You guys you guys have got problems. <laughs> Go see someone. Sickos. Jesus. Uh, Anthony Talkstuff at Double A Talkstuff on Twitter. Hashtag Hi. Ask Broadcast. Okay. 
does it take away from a themed pay-per-view that each match isn't in that theme? Like for a pay-per-view named Extreme Rules, should every match be Extreme Rules? Good question. Yes. Because I was just saying that before as we were watching this. Doesn't need to be. Don't name a pay-per-view like this. Okay? Unless you're going to have... Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Feed me hungry. That's a nice shirt. <laughs> it's a champagne bottle. But, uh... Yeah. Boom. <laughs> it takes your damn head off. You shouldn't laugh at that, Tom. My, my response to this question, you know what instantly popped into my mind? What's that? TNA lockdown. Every match is a cage match. Where every match is a steel cage. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, let me sell you on some of the cage matches. We could have an electrified steel cage match. I'm always up for that. Because there was one where they did LAX against the Dudley Boys in an electrified steel cage for the sure was. tag belts. Sure was. Lockdown I've always liked, and I have heard that before the COVID-19 happened, the lockdown was meant to happen this year in April with all mm-hmm. ladder ma- with all cage matches. Yeah. It's been scrapped. Yeah. Um, so do you like the idea that if a pay-per-view is named that, they should have all those matches? Yes. Don't Stop so, teasing us. Just give us what we want. So, would you say to say TLC? Do you Make like everything the fact? Do you want all TLC matches? Do all TLC matches. If you're going to have a pay per view after a match, be prepared to do everything like that. You wouldn't think they'll just do a tables match, a ladder match. Sure, do that, but don't or, then and then don't do a normal championship match where it's just like here's the Divas Championship and it's not it, there's no. Um, Get ready, but there's no. Th- so this every, will end the disqualification. So every match within that pay per view should have a theme from the name. Yes, if so you're going to name like, it. So maybe there's two ladder matches, there's two tables matches, but the main event has to be a TLC match for the belt. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I get it. Sure. If well, you're going to from... do, if you're going to do name a pay per view after a match, be prepared to do that. Well, that was from Anthony Talkstuff at Double A Talkstuff on Twitter. Yes. Um, and that's the end of that promo there with Ryback just taken out Bo Dallas. That wasn't even a matchup. It was just simply Bo getting Why? some heat from the audience just Why? to push Ryback. It didn't do anything for anyone. Within the next few months, Ryback was on another big push. Not in the WWE world title picture, but in the mid-card pushes. Fantastic. Um. Yeah, and we're now we're getting the same ad that we'd had earlier. This is the same ad. this week. Same ad? It's called an advert, Tom. Say it properly. Did you see as well, they did announce King of the Ring, and they said that the King of the Ring tournament starts on that week's Raw. Yes. So the difference with WWE in the past, they would do King of the Ring as a sole pay-per-view where they rode to the King of the Ring. The last time, I think, even before this period, was maybe Big Seamus one. Um, and then before that, Regal had won it at one point, and then yep. there was the one at Judgment Day where you had Booker T and Bobby Lashley, and that's how we got King Booker. Booker! So this was actually, yeah, a 16-man tournament that took place, I think, on both Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. We actually will be covering that show, guys, in a couple of weeks, but if you actually check out the King of the Ring event on the network, it's just three matches. It's a 50-minute show. That has the two semi-finals and the final. Because okay, we're going to cover it, but hey, why don't you tell everyone all about it? I'm not going to spoil it. 
Oh, go on then. The winner is... Me. Well, I've already made the poster for it, so... Might as well record it soon, hey? You'll do it now, or... Yeah, go on then. We'll get out of the way. What's Foley's show called? Have a... Nice nice night. night. With the day crossed out, so it's a bit of blue show. Bit of bit of a raunchy access. Would that be on the network now? Probably. Like an old replay or something. Probably. Yeah, you could look it up. I mean, we're watching the network now, so. But the whole Mayweather versus Big Show—I don't think I've ever seen it on the network as an actual, like, in their original section as a video. Probably is up on there. The two hot for TV I've seen, but never actually watched it on the network. I've seen the tab though on the network page. Have you, is there any more questions or we only have those two? Just those two that came through today. Thank there you. might be more. Let me check on Twitter. No, no, actually. no, no. How many and who were those awesome people, that, especially the first one who need uh, help? So there's Foul Original at Foul underscore Original yep. and Anthony Talkstuff at Double A Talkstuff on Twitter, guys. Thank you, peoples. You are the best. Thank you for being part of this craziness. So Lana just says to Rusev, yes, it is done. The authority have officially announced that Cena versus Rusev 4 will happen at payback in an I quit match. Look at the, look at the bruises on, on his head for taking the chain to the head. I will beat John Cena in an I quit match. And he'll be America's champion, you say. I'll be America's champion. America made. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, here comes the cage. Up to all main event, guys. Thank you, everyone, who has downloaded this show so far and all the craziness that we've had of Alan. Where have you been? Coming and going tonight? Yeah, it's been a party over here. Yeah, everyone wants to talk to me tonight. Just remember, if you're having a party, there's a limit. Because of the COVID thing, you can't have more than you can have a small number. Shut hey. up. Yeah. It's good podcasting. They don't know what I'm doing to you. They just go, oh, I, hey. They just heard silence then. And you're going, oh, he must be giving him the bird. Oh, flipping the bird. We'll replay here from WrestleMania last month, guys, where Seth Rollins cashed in his 2014 Money in the Bank briefcase. That's right. To win his first WWE World Heavyweight Championship. In the ultimate cash-in. Look at Kyoto there. Arm, arm brace on, gloves on. He was ready. He was ready. I, I also uh, hope people enjoyed the song that at the end of the night that um, Tom put at the end of our pay-per-view uh, of WrestleMania last month uh, with the uh, Wash Your Hands by Al Trumpe. Yes, we had two songs for those two manias, eh? We had yes, the we... Arnold Workout song, and then we had the Trump Clean Your Hands song. Yep. Just trying to keep it real, guys, because during this COVID time, it's a good time to get fit and wash those hands. That's the thing I said to my wife last night. I'm like, you know what? I said, you know what? I reckon this is some type of ploy. It's a conspiracy. She said, yep. all right, tell me what you think. Yep. And I said, I think it's a ploy because you're either going to be at home watching Netflix Disney Plus, Stan, Amazon, Hulu, uh, Tubi TV. And all you're doing is you're watching lots of streaming. So you're building the streaming services. Yep. All right. Or you go on the other route. You're getting healthy. You're getting fit. You're being active. So we're either at home, eating food, watching streaming services, 
or out there getting fit. I think there's a ploy to build the streaming services or make us a fit community. That's what I reckon. I think you might be onto something, and uh, I think the government's asking for your home address, and uh, I, I think this might be the last broadcast we might be having. So I also watch. think that they're trying to keep us inside so they can put new batteries in the birds too, so... Yeah. What? Huh? Huh? Well, I think I think the birds are robots, so they want everyone inside so they can put new batteries in the birds. More batteries in the birds, guys. Yep, that's who I'm working with today. Yeah, no, I've been getting, I've been, re- I'll be honest, though, conspiracy theory. I've been looking at some stuff. So. I've been looking at yeah. some stuff. You just have to ask me. I'll let you know. Hey, just, hey. All I'll say is, people, Google COVID nineteen and five G. That's all I'll say. Just okay. Google those two together. So okay. see what happens. We just saw in the video package an RKO to Heath Slater. So he was a, he did feature tonight. He did. Soon to be world champion one day, we hope. And what did you think of that video I sent you too of the of Drew and uh, Heath having that one on one discussion? That's very cool. I like that. That that's been I've seen that a few times reshared on um on Twitter. And uh, very cool. Very nice to watch. And it goes back to that brotherhood, you know, that you see like Eddie and Benoit had during that time. Big time. Really quick, while this promo is going, do we want to talk about Brotherhood episode? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was up for that. Um, I watched it last night. I yep. had been waiting all week. I was just like, I sent you the link like days earlier, but I didn't watch well, it. I had been so flat out. Sorry to interrupt, though. Um, do we want to go back and, watch, and talk about the New Jack one, or you want to talk purely about Brotherhood? I think let's do both because okay. by the time we do King of the Ring, which will be in two weeks' time, there'll be another episode out, which I think sure. is Jimmy Snooker. So let's have a talk about New Jack. Um, I knew a lot about what was going on. I didn't know that he he had such heat in Smoky Mountain and mm. some of the great stuff he was saying about, you know, um, this old front and boy, you know, he's going to sit here and he's going to, you know, you see us all these white crackers around here, you know. And that, it, that was like proper South mouth of the south style mm-hmm. um, gentleman who would just be dropping the N-word left, right, and center at New Jack and Mustafa. Uh, could you give me a time cue, please? Yep, so we're just going around the cage. We're at 2.28.15, 2.28.16. Thank you. My uh, my uh, laptop's uh, being lovely. Yeah, I think it was really cool having Jimmy Cornette in there having a chat too about how that was cool. trying some different things and he said he New Jack just turned, like he went in there and just turned the volume up to 11. Just cranked yes. it and went out there and got some good heat, had some wars. I think my takeaway um, from the show is that, you know, he had a, a pretty broken childhood. And he I saw some stuff. Seeing, but it was more that what he saw is what he did too. You know, yes. seeing his mother be injured the way she was, he almost did that in the ring. He became violent. He became someone that was known for stabbing people. It was yeah. that Wolverine gloves part they talk about. The that Vic thing. Grimes match that we watched, oh my god, guys, we started a concept last year called Oh My God, where we went back and we watched 10 of the most extreme matches from the TBK vault. Alan chose five, I chose five, and one of the ones I chose was the Vic Grimes versus New Jack scaffold match from XPW Freefall. Like, I think it was 2002. And that was shown in Dark Side of the Ring showing that New Jack literally tried to kill Vic Grimes mm-hmm. by overshooting that throw from the top of the scaffold onto, I think it was at least nine or ten tables that were stacked. Yes. And Vic only hit two of them on the way down. Yep. 
Um, and he, he legitimately said, I was trying to kill an uh, yeah. MFA. Yeah. I wanted him to die. I wanted him to go splat onto onto the amount. I didn't want him to hit those tables. I wanted him to concrete and watch him splat on the ground. I think a strong takeaway that I also felt too is that you think of the drug stuff that we see today in pro wrestling, how there are repercussions for you coming in either effective or using a product. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was able to, you know, as he said, get high and go out there and wrestle, it, it really did a lot showed of... you that there was no restrictions on people being tested. Yeah. Like, it before did. you go out there, hey, have you been tested this month? Have you been tested this week? He, there was no testing being done. For him to be able to smoke a J out the back and then come and knife somebody, it's like, who's checking this dude? He, it was, he was talking about smoking marijuana, but he was also talking about doing cocaine. Yeah. He did so much cocaine before he would do it because then you could tell when he's getting into the the ring, he was no, there was no pain. He was yeah. no, he was, and he was in his head. He was psychotic. He was ready to kill, yeah, everyone, anyone who got in the way. But that I was think, a good episode. Well, here's a quick question from memory. Like you know, you've been watching wrestling for over twenty years. What was your first introduction to New Jack that you remember seeing him? Um, probably. Maybe I think it was we had a DVD or a VHS of oh, must have been a heat wave of 2000 or maybe even later on than that, and him just coming out and just like yeah, with um, with his song playing in the background, yeah. not like on the network now where they take it out. Um, he coming out and just destroying the Dudley Boys or somebody or just that was my only, my first time of seeing New Jack and. Him using a uh, a guitar full of um, baby powder inside of it and just smashing the baldies and all those bad dudes. So, yeah. I, I think one of my that. first memories was, do you remember, you probably remember this one too, when he climbed up that scaffold and he did the hip toss to one of the baldies and yep. he landed on him. <laughs> yeah. Like the baldy landed on Nuja as, as he did the hip toss. Yeah, and that was where... That was New, and New Jack actually lost sight in his eye, yeah. and and the um and the use of his ear, and that was why he wanted to kill Vic after because that was Vic. Vic actually landed on him because he yeah. was scared. He was like, "I can't do the bomb because you're going to do it with me, and you're going to do it now." And then he landed on his head. But there was also footage later on, uh, I think in the week of during the filming of it, Cornette's talking about um, New Jack. And then New Jack comes in from the side of the screen and they start singing, Why Can't We Be Friends? And, yeah, yeah I don't know if I've, you've seen the video of that, but then New, like Cornette's face is like, holy shit, he's here. What the hell is he doing here? And they start singing together and then New Jack comes up from behind him, hugs him, and then pretty much Cornette says, let me get the up and let me give you a hug. Come here. Mm. And then they're like, the camera pans back. And it looks like, uh, um, like the deleted scenes or the cutouts of yeah. um, Dark Side of the Ring, and him just give him, embrace him, have, let him have a cuddle. But yeah, I had no idea that um, New Jack started off in Smoky Mountain. Yeah, I remember saying, I remember hearing a little, once I found out who he was, mm. and I thought, because again, I was a WCW guy. Yep. You know, I wasn't exposed to ECW, probably after they closed, I knew what they were, because their library became available. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you could get the DVDs for like, you know, a couple of dollars at a, you know, an off shop or, a, you know, a discount store. And um, I think it was a good takeaway from the previous two weeks that we had with Benoit. It was something a bit different. It was, okay, something new. Uh, let's talk about this week. 
Roll yeah. What's your view on that one? I really liked it. Um, like I said, these are the, the shows that all my partner is pretty much like tolerates from wrestling, and she really enjoys the show. But she she enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this episode just to get it. Um, just Russo is blown up like a balloon because they showed footage of him. They pretty much they showed of this. Uh, this season's episode, I think, except the Benware episode, they've been taking scenes from um, Beyond the Mat. Yeah. A lot of the scenes that were in Beyond the Mat are now being this TV series. And um, But that's like what I said to you last month. It's almost like Beyond the Mat V2. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty much, but with a TV series. And it's the yeah. stuff that, you know, Vince McMahon, because like the, the movie of, uh, sorry, was it? the tagline of Beyond the Mat was the movie that Vince McMahon doesn't want you to see. Mm. And basically, it, um, the uh, sorry, Dark Side of the Ring is, it's the TV show Vince McMahon doesn't want you to see, but too bad, we're going to do it anyway. Because yeah. we've it's got a following now. WWE doesn't talk about. Yep, this is the stuff. It's, uh, you know, we keep it quiet. We don't talk about it on our programming whatsoever. Um, it was kind of nice to have, I, well, I was hoping that we'd get a little bit more of the participants, I mean, I was happy to see um, Godfather and just him talking about um, all the, you know, pot that he smoked before he came. Because again, you're talking about New Jack back in the day when he was saying he would do all this, all these drugs before he wrestled, and there was no repercussions. You know, what's what's the same deal with um, the Godfather smoking the J before he started boxing, before he was going to come out and start wrestling against whoever? There was no repercussions because they yeah. didn't know, and he was very open about it, which was awesome. But he too, he's a legit tough dude. <laughs> like yeah. to do to do, talk about his old career in the strip clubs, he's just slapping pimps around. He's Love a legit that. guy that you just don't. And look at Karma. You look at him as Karma. I'll just I'll just move over here. He was like WWF's version of Meg, I reckon, or Ming. Yeah. Haku. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, but you was... hear that Russo? What Russo wanted to make the tournament because of his dislike of Bradshaw. Now, I'm not a big fan of Bradshaw. I don't, I, I've been listening to Justin Roberts' um, book, Best Seat in the House. I've actually got a time, and I am, because he did a book a couple of years ago, and uh, how JBL bullied him mm. constantly yeah. on the tours they did around the world. And uh, it was just, just a show. He, he, he kind of comes in a guy that after a couple of drinks get in. He'll 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 target people. It just seems like that. Once the drinks get in, it's just who he is. It's not. He's a bully. But it just seems like that's how he does it. It's it's always littler dudes. Justin Roberts, Blue Meanie, like ones that aren't really going to stick up and defend. Yeah, Um, pretty much. Um, but yeah, for him to see just this loud mouth text and say, "I could beat everybody in here," and you're like, "Okay, cowboy, let's see how you do it." Buckle bomb against Buckle bomb against the cage. Oh, jeez. I think as well with you know really showed you that it was almost taking a spotlight from the UFC. You know the UFC from 1993, the early stages was just again discipline against discipline. Yep. But again, it became it was real. This real sport. It's like they tried to add the the Ultimate Fighter, which didn't start till 05. But they were trying to make WWE real by adding this MMA-inspired boxing. Because if you watch the brawl for all, there were takedowns in there. There was elbow strikes on the ground. So it's like, is this boxing or is this like a shoot fight that we're seeing 
which involves ground striking. I even had this idea. I'm like, what if we just went back and we watched it? Like, if, yeah. if we found the Raws and Smack, or the Raws that they did it and watched yep. it in this title, let's see every match that happened in the bracket. Because I think I'd never, I don't think I even watched all of it. I remember watching in the past, I've seen the semi finals. I, only... the, I remember the Bart Gone Godfather and the Draws Bradshaw. I remember those, those matches. Dr. Death, I remember hearing about, but I actually haven't gone back and watched that matchup. I love, I love calling S responders like, you effing ape. Look yeah. what you've done. You have killed Dr. Death in America now. Now you've done it. Well done. And he goes, what are you talking about? And he goes, you effing idiot. You have killed him now. He, he can no longer work anywhere in the States without this stigma on him now that he got knocked out in a WWF ring. What the what heck Rus- is wrong with you? Russo's comeback was WWE purchased his contract with a guy that wasn't on the up. This guy had already done his best stuff. Yep. So, yes, he's in the WWE, but he's limited now anyway. So he didn't have to go on the tournament. He didn't have to say yes to that. He chose to go into it. And that's the thing about a fight, though. When it's one-on-one, there's a 50-50 chance that you're going to go down or your opponent's going to go down. Yep. So going into the brawl for all, I think everyone that went in that went in with a puncher's chance of winning it. Oh, yeah. If it was, you know, draws, if it was, you know, if it wasn't one of the goblins in the match there as well, one of the Harris brothers also fought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone had an opportunity. And yes, it did seem like they wanted to do Dr. Death versus Austin. That was the plan. But you can't script a shoot a real fight like that. that you can't. You can't. It's impossible. And I really feel for Bart Gunn because he literally just did his job. He went out there, back against the wall, mm-hmm. and fought. And it, and, it, and it did more damage than it did anything good for him. He did, because as soon as he got... Because the only thing I saw from the Brawl for All was at WrestleMania... 1999, where he got knocked out uh, by Butterbean. Yeah. That's the only thing I saw, and then I went back and watched a little bit of stuff, and then when the network came available, you know, and then especially with the episode of Dark Side of the Ring, they showed all of it, and who fought, and who who wrestled, and all that. I'm sorry, who, you know, boxed. But um, it was just... It was very messy, and it killed a lot of guys' careers. I don't think of anybody, you look at that, anybody who was in that film I'm oh, sorry, in that show that went up to a main event status. No. Nobody did. And then it was, I actually kind of, well, it was good to see where Droz, you know, mm. what's going on with him now. Yeah. You know, because I remember, because um, with the New Jack episode, they had um, D'Lo Brown yeah. and him, and he, because he was part of uh, a New Jack's team when they were at Smoky Mountain before he went over to WWE and joined up with Farouk um, with the Nation of Domination. But for, they actually talked about when Droz became paralysed. I found it interesting why they added that. Like, I'm not saying it was, wasn't good, but I find it weird that they added that into it because it didn't have a connection to the Brawl for All. Um, I felt the last three minutes of that episode was, okay, I understood that happened. But maybe that could have been a separate part of maybe wrestling injuries that could have been covered. I just didn't see the to be covered. I looked at it as someone who's watching this show who doesn't know who Aaron Drosnoff is, watching and going, "Oh, why is he in a wheelchair like that? Does something happen to him?" Yeah. And then they have then they have to explain too because my I was watching with my partner. She had she goes, "Oh, why is that guy in a wheelchair?" And said, "Oh, well," and I told him what happened. And then. 
20 minutes later, they, well, was it that? Yeah, even half an hour later, they explained mm. this is what happened. He got, he took the power bomb wrong. And, and then still today that he goes, I, I know it was a mistake. I still love him. Uh, he's one mm. of my, and I remember watching, no, I didn't watch, I read an interview. I mean, I used to collect the old WWF magazines and they'd had an interview with Droz after he just found out, you know, after he went through his procedure and, you know, he, he found out he would never be able to walk properly again and he was doing a lot of rehab and they did like a 20 questions with him. And then during one of the questions at the end was um, they gave him a name, Dealer Brown, and he just mm. said, my brother. Yeah. He's my brother. And yes, he has taken pretty much my life now, I won't be able to wrestle, I won't be able to walk, I won't be able to use my, pretty much my body as I wanted, but he's still my brother, which is beautiful. And I, and I think upon reflection, it's like maybe they wanted to show it to say, <clears throat> even in scripted matches, people can get hurt. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's what they were saying is, see in a shoot fight, anything can happen in a shoot fight, but even in a scripted match, people can get hurt. Maybe that oh, yeah. was my takeaway, it was maybe that's why they showed it. Yeah. Um, I think it was a really good episode. Like Vince Russo was someone that I always followed his career. You know, even before we even did this podcast, you and I have always talked about him and I've always followed him. I've read his books, I've read his articles, and he's been someone that I've always followed. In recent times, though, I've kind of gone off his stuff when he was doing his old Vince Russo experience show and with Matt Coon, I kind of dropped off it. He's doing stuff with the brand now that he did a shout-out to on the um, dark side of the ring. Um it, it again showed you still the severity of Cornette versus Russo. They will never get on. Never. You know, it's not like they, when they filmed that part of the show, they weren't filmed in the same room together. They were in no. their own homes, in their own spaces, watching it in their own man caves, watching this, the card, but they'll never get over it. And I think it's, again, it's a clash of salt. It's two eras meeting. Yeah. And that's what I think, you know, Jim Cornette represents that real old school era of pro wrestling. Yes. Where Russo was a fan that come in, not really understanding the business though. Was no, like, he, we need yeah. it's about shock entertainment, it's about shock and awe, it's about giving something different to the southern style of wrestling that we've been seeing for the last fifty, sixty years. Very much making a sort of New Yorking it up, making it very loud, making it very like, Oh man, what's a, what's what's that all about? That woman's walking around half naked now and Oh, you know why? Because we saw it on the Jerry Springer episode a couple of weeks ago. Mm. You know, they're doing all that jazz. And that's what he did because like, they showed in the show. And even um, Russo would say, I've got most of the ideas from Jerry Springer. Yeah. But and I, did, yeah. I didn't actually see at the very ending of my stream that I watched. It didn't preview the next episode. Do you know what's Is it Jimmy Snooker? Is that next? Yeah, okay. and Mrs. Argentina. I know a little bit about that. I remember hearing about it in the news over the last couple of years, so it'll be interesting to give that a bit of a watch. Uh, on, not... Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I finally got around to what I was thinking about the other last episode on the show that I watch on um, Twitch, uh, sorry, on YouTube. It's WrestleMania. Okay. Now, WrestleMania is hosted by a young fella, I think it is, and he goes back and talks about all the controversies that's happening Nice. Through during time, it's very much like I when we talked about the man's transit, man's transit, the mass uh, transit inc- yeah. episode uh, incident where he sliced the big fella's head open. Yeah, they actually show that on that actual oh, okay. YouTube series. Yeah, so I'll have to um, send you the link to it because it's actually it. a really, really interesting. And he's the, now he, I think he does it weekly or monthly, 
Yeah. So the sort of the dark times of wrestling or like sort of yeah, I think the most recent one he did was about sensational Sherry and what happened with mm. her. Yeah. What, what kept what became towards the end of her career. No, cool. Well send it to me, we'll check it out. Yeah. You were saying? Um I forgot what I was talking about. I think I was just saying about this match really quickly though as we we're watching it. We didn't talk about it in the promo, but the reason why they're in a cage. Do you know how why it was announced this way? No. So if you remember at WrestleMania, the win came from Randy Orton over Seth in, cleanly in a one-on-one singles match. That, in the eyes of the fans, and Orton made him number one contender because he pinned the guy that would go on to win the championship in the main event of WrestleMania. Yep. So he wanted a title shot. The authority said, okay, fine, you can have it. But each of you get to choose something from the match. You have to get something, a stipulation added to it. Yep. So Seth chose, you can have your match against me at Extreme Rules, but you can't use the RKO. If you use the RKO against me, you will be disqualified. Right, okay. So Randy says, fine, I'll accept that, but my choice is a steel cage matchup. So that way you're locked inside with me, I can punish you, but he yep. can't use the actual RKO manoeuvre. But that's what he, that's his bread and butter. Yes, okay. but, that's, but yep. that's, again, the heel. I'm taking away the one move that's so effective to you the one that you even used to beat me. So now you can't use that in the match because if you, if you do it, you'll get disqualified. Ingenious. Incredibly smart. Fantastic. There's been a, a yes. few spots here of the uh, J&J security being taken out. Kane has not moved the last 15 minutes. But J&J, uh, the security, were trying to get into the ring. But Kane just stood there with his arms as the gatekeeper. Nobody's getting in that cage. Nobody. And the time check, guys, we are at 2.47.29, 2.47.30. So we have about nine minutes left of this actual match, guys, before we finish up for episode number 61 of the TBK podcast. TBK podcast there, boys. Mm-hmm. How do you? I bet you shut up. Will do. There we go. Thank you very much. So a bit of a recap, too. What's been your match of the night so far on this card? Which one do you really enjoy? Uh, I would have to say that Russian chain match. That was yep. good. Good. Um, didn't see Sena winning it, but it was like, oh, look at that. You won it. Good boy. Good man. Because um, what's the order? So they're what? They're now Cena's won two of the th- three matches they faced off. Yep. Yeah. So Rusev yep. won Fastlane, Cena won Mania, Cena won Extreme Rules. Uh, if there was one thing you would change about one of tonight's matches, what would you what would you have changed? What the heck was with the um, Naomi and Bellas? Yeah. No need for it. They could have just done a tag match. Paige and Naomi against the Bellas and then have the, the spot of the heel turn happen after the match. Yep. Naomi turns on her there. Yep. Do it. Do it that way. What about you? Uh, you I think on? one of my favourite matches, I would say that the New Day, the tag match was good. I yep. like the styles of, you know, Kofi, Tyson, Cesaro, Big E clashing together. Yep. Also around this era too, we didn't see a lot of Xavier competing. Um, so I think they wanted the power of Big E, the quickness of Seth. There's a pedigree. Yeah, Randy Orton with pe- a pedigree. Here we go. Um, yeah, and I'll probably say oh. one thing I would have changed. Yeah, I would have done, yeah, the battles teaming up together. And you, and you could have done a stipulation where since both Naomi and Paige want the belt, you could have either done a triple threat or made a tag match where 
the Bellas have to both defend the women's championship. There we go. So if so if Naomi or and Paige get a win over either Bella, that person claims the women's title. Yep. And then post match, that's where you would have um, you know, Naomi turn heel going into the following month. Which Just is having a payback. But that, yeah. Now I just noticed as well too. Daniel Bryan is not on the card, but he's the Intercontinental Champion. Was yeah, something so this wrong? Was, this was his neck injury time period. Ah, okay. Um, so unfortunately for Bryan, uh, within the next few months, he had to relinquish the title. Yeah. Uh, he was originally meant to compete. I think it was at Elimination Chamber. He was meant to be in a match, but that match was scrapped. And what they end up doing is is that they turn the Elimination Chamber match into an IC title match inside the chamber. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was for the vacant title. So yeah, So Ryan relinquished the title. He did return, I think, later on. But this was the time that, you know, he was suffering some pretty bad concussions, uh, dizziness, blurred vision, and they thought, you know, hey, we've got to... We're going, to, we're going to pull the plug here because you're going to end up yep. really hurt. Kane's just taken the latch out of the door, opening it for Seth, allowing Seth to attempt to crawl out of the ring. Because yeah, I don't know if they specified if it was, yeah, climb out or pin to win the match. Well, yeah, because there's a referee in the ring, of course. You know, that could be for the pinfall. But um, it's very interesting looking at Kane. You know, he used to be a monster. And now he's sitting there with a suit and tie, holding, you know, unhitching the, unlatching the latch to a cage match. And I'll say I always compare Kane to Jason Voorhees, as in the study was really cool. You really like this character. Yeah, but what's then, he now? And then over time, you're like, what the hell is he doing? Like, you stop liking him. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's not the Jason that I used to <gasps> like. Oh. That's what it's kind of like with Kane. It's like, Kane's not the Kane that we grew up watching. Um, yeah, of course not. Oh, there goes Kane. But again, this was again planting the seed for Seth and Kane. They would eventually face off later on this year. Yeah. Um, for the championship, and then as we know, Kane would revert back to the mask Kane. What within the next year or two, and do some stuff with Daniel Bryan again. And well, that's what the one thing they were talking about. Uh, Randy Orton was talking with Kane before, as he was walking down just before their match. He. Uh, you can see the the Kane's masters are in the authorities, like as a trophy. They pretty much like you know. Yeah, earlier in the night you see it there on the side under that glass. Oh, look at this! Kane's ripping off the tie, ripping off the jacket. He's upset that the, he actually believes that Seth purposely kicked him. That's kicked right. The cage door. So now he's coming in, J and J trying to stop him. What are you little dudes going to do? Nothing. Even if they went on top of each other's shoulders, Kane's still taller. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. What's the referee going to do? I have no memory of Kane ever actually facing these two either, as well. Like even when he was just Joe Mercury, Eminem, or when Noble was doing his gimmick. I don't think Kane ever faced these two. I'm trying to think back in the day, it oh, probably been like double choke slam. You need to leave. Oh no. Oh no. So here we go. Whose side are you on, Kane? You're going to do what's best for business, or are we going to get a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion? Get up and get out. Get out of here now. Yes, I was watching the era the other day, the 2012 era that you and I, no, 2013, 
um, when Kane was wearing this massive black mask. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. He used to he used to wear that massive helmet. It's like a yeah, gladiator yeah. helmet. Yeah, it was. It looked. It reminded me of a predator. So the predator mask. Yeah. yeah, because that was the embrace the hate he had against Cena, wasn't it? Yes, that was on the road for Cena to take on the Rock. So they needed something in the interim after he won the Rumble, and then they yeah, came to Cena. Yeah, so Kane chokeslams Alton. Seth goes to leave. Kane pulls him back, and now Kane chokeslams Seth. Now do the fire thing. Do the sets the cage on fire. Good night, everybody. Oh my lord! Have you listened to the recent something to wrestle with? Uh, is that the one that just dropped on Saturday? Yep, this morning. Was that Mania? No, oh, no. I listened to the Mania Twenty One, which was last week's. This morning, that dropped this morning. Dude, really quickly, to be honest, sure. I don't yep. even know what day it is because it felt like Sunday for like the last four days. Okay. Today is Saturday. What, what was the show? Paul Bearer. Oh, nice. Very yes, nice. they they talk about Percy Pringle. And uh, he's time. And I had no idea listening to it that Percy was a wrestler. No, I wouldn't say that too. Yeah. He used to be quite, you know, he actually wrestled back in the day. He used to take bumps. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Owen has a uh, – no, not Owen, sorry. Uh, Pritchard's got a lot of time for him. <gasps> he used the RKO, but he didn't use it on the man. Oh, okay. what? RKO. Fantastic. Oh, go. Get out. Get out of the ring. Get out of the ring, you idiot. Such a good... I love the RKO. Such a good move. And that's it. Ring the bell. Ring, even Seth's saying, ring the bell, ring the bell. Something's got caught in his hair. It was part of the cage, I think it was. What was it? I think there's like a bolt just behind him. It looked like he got caught in his hair. Well, do you remember this was the one, if you're watching that video package earlier, that was Is the it? one where I showed you where really got impaled. Oh, yes. Remember that video I showed you about a year ago when Seth yes. stuck in the ring yes. and the pole's coming down, nearly impaled him through his back? It was impaled. on the way on the, on the uh, lead up to this match. What I Im- impa- impaled? I didn't say Im- that. Yeah, you did. I would have said and, that. Say, listen again, because you're a dickhead. <laughs> so I have a word, I make a mistake, and you just yep. insult me. Yep, just get over it, get used to it, all right? Okay. Well, thanks very much, Al. <laughs> Love you. No. Remember, for each negative comment, you have to say three compliments. Here. Here's a finger, and here's another one. Here's your two compliments. Where's the third one? (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Do it. You're on on cam. Do it. Do it. So once again, Seth Rollins leaves a pay-per-view as the WWE World Heavyweight Champion and successfully defends his title for the first time on live pay-per-view. Good. Good man. I'm going to actually check out the Raw after this show to see what the repercussions were for Kane. Smack bottom. Out in the what? middle of the ring. By Al- who? Uh, Triple H and Stephanie, they come in out to the ring, has to drop trowel, and they get one of those wooden paddles that Stacey and that Trish used in that paddle on the pole match. And Kane has to sit there over two steel chairs, and they he takes ten... Um, bum smacks against um, there. What one? Your turn. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Three. You thought you thought Cody and MJF's um, belting was rough. You you you're gonna see Kane get ten um, hard paddles on the backside by um 
by Stephanie and Triple H, and and Seth has to sit there and watch and go ha ha ha, just laughing, like ha oh, ha. Man. Yep, that's what happened on Raw, guys. This that's what happened. Wrestling. In, this is yep that happened in my head. That's what I. That's what I happen when I watch Raw. That's what happens when I watch Raw. Yep, definitely. So the feud is not over. This definitely continued. Uh, continued to May 17th, guys, which was when payback took place. Uh, we're going to be taping that on May 16th, guys, for our May episode. Uh, but the next thing to follow this event was the King of the Ring, uh, which was a 16-man tournament. It was actually the 20th edition of the King of the Ring. A good night from Chicago. In 2015. It there was the go. first King of the Ring, though, since 2010. So it was five years since the last King of the Ring tournament. Uh, we the King of the Ring show itself on the network only has the three matches which I said, which was the semi-finals and the final. So we'll be actually taping that show in about a fortnight's time, which I think would mean it's going to get released on April 26, guys. On uh, the hashtag TBK Vault. Any comments out before we finish up this episode? Uh, good show. Thanks everyone for coming together and uh, being understanding with this sure. time. A uh, bit of craziness over here with me tonight, but again, I hope this episode. And the, the previous episodes that we've done this year is a sort of a somewhat a distraction, a bit of a time filler for you guys during this hard time going across the world with COVID-19. Um, again, guys, make sure to keep yourself safe, wash your hands, turn the page, wash your hands, turn the page, wash your hands. Uh, be safe, everybody, and we will see you. I will, I, me, we will see you next time. Just before we finish up, guys, I want to give a shout out to the Lit Gaming Arena podcast, and here is your official promo. Do you want to know things about video games? How about consumer-oriented reviews, honest opinions, hot takes, and predictions? Well, you're listening to the right ad. Introducing the Lit Gaming Arena podcast, season two. We bring you two episodes every week. Terminal News, which focuses on all the latest gaming news you'll ever need. And the LGA Cast, where we talk about all the games we're playing and the gaming industry in general. And we do not hold back any punches. We also have the occasional wacky guest. So don't miss out. Subscribe to us today. You can find us on our website, lga.gg, and on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. Again, that's the Lit Gaming Arena podcast at lga.gg. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the tail end is what has been a great episode. Episode number 61 of the Broadcast Podcast. The go of your mic there. That guy you might. Trying to be ending out. Trying to finish it. Trying to be my. So laughing at me. This is my dad. I'm tired. Stop it. It's loud in my ear. Oh, I'm sorry. You'll get over it. Oh. What the? Second thing, move on. My PlayStation's loading up more combat for some reason. Okay. All right. Play a bit of MK action. Let's play. As we say each and every episode, guys, good morning, good evening. Actually, hold on. No, I'm not giving you the ending. I'm going to do one last thing. In regards to this podcast, you can download all episodes on Apple iTunes, Podbean, CastBox, Highcast, and a range of different podcast networks. You can check us out on Instagram at The Broadcast Podcast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Also on Twitter at The Broadcast Podcast, BrogueEnergy.com. Check them out. Use the promotional code 2702 when you 
Let go of the microphone! 2702. Stop touching the mic. I can see you touching it. Oh, I, was ha- I had to touch my beard. Touch your beard now. Touch the microphone. <laughs> Two different noises, mate. <laughs> Two different noises. 2702. Get yourself 10% off all purchases on the RogueEnergy.com website. And as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or... Good fight! Actually, at the end of this episode, put the Mortal Kombat song on. That'd be great. Good night! podcast that prepares you for the end of the world apocalypse now is the one for you hi i'm joanna van fine actor comedian and filmmaker apocalypse now is a podcast that asks if we are living at the beginning of the end join me every week as i talk with interesting people and decide if we're all doomed (laughs) listen wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review Brought to you by WannaRub. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Fight.